Blue Wire. Now, Random Access Podcast. No, I, no, I hit record. Record. We are recording. This is Ricky Smith on Random Access Podcasting. I am with Angel and AP checking in. Uh, we are laughing uh, internally because we've been talking about great podcast information and stuff for the last twenty minutes without hitting record. And now you guys are. And you just randomly call with no warning. Well, I did it to Angel once, and yeah, that is me. Angel hung up on me. One time, Ricky. <laughs> that's a constant it's now you know you have, you have that friend that's like they call and you're like nope <laughs> wow I'm not free wow but I know she's free I'm like she ain't going nowhere she, she hit me with a if you don't if you don't uh, come by to, to get this package by 11 we're watching a movie <laughs> talk to you tomorrow I'm like dang you can't just pause a movie no, I would be asleep. That's the thing. And once I'm asleep, I told you at the come on now at the beginning of the quarantine, I said I'm battling narcolepsy. So if I'm out, I'm out. There's Angel, no- Angel <laughs> wait, you haven't changed your your sleeping patterns yet? Because we are we are like two months in. <laughs> you know what? Actually, my body got the rest it needed, and now I'm like struggling with like I wake up so many times throughout the night. I'm oversleeping. Yeah, I'm over looking out the window. <laughs> I'm over working out. <laughs> you know the meme. You know the meme with the guy that was like staring out the window. Yeah, that's. I realized I was like, yo, someone actually put that meme out there, and I was like, that's us. Can- Angel, you just I, and I literally I was gonna tweet this, but it's gonna sound really morbid. I'm actually gonna text you to, to join in on this, but there's it, no way to do it not sounding morbid. But I was gonna say like Twitter, Twitter will like what would you update your will or like just things you know. For example, I, I said openly, and I'm not even joking. When I get older, if I'm single with no kids, I would love to go to a retirement home or nursing facility, whatever you call them, because I was like I just can't be in isolation. Like I don't, I'm not structured enough to be the guy that gets up every day, gets his newspaper, come home. Well, they don't even have newspapers anymore. See, so I'm not nah, like you just said. I, I I feel like I'm a cat, and what I mean like a cat's look out the window. They just walk around. They have no purpose. They just just run random. That's how I feel right now. Like this, is how bad it's gotten. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like with the days of the week, and I kid you not, and I will see you guys this photo. I bought 14 different color underwear and 14 different color underwear shirts, so I can know what day of the week it is. Um, and I have it written out. So like Friday is red. Um, Saturday oh, is like black. Yeah, I literally. Excuse me. You don't remember the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday underwear? No. I didn't have those. Yeah, well, I don't know, Angel. Who are you? Angel, what 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 size bus did you ride on? <laughs> those were like the cool like everyone had weekday underwear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Angel. When you went into school, did you take a left or a right? Was it, was it people of all ages? Was it people of all ages in your classroom? Did you, did you, no. Did you switch classes at all during the day, or did you stay in one room? Or did you stay in one room? <laughs> no, my room. No, we weren't watching videos in my classroom. Okay. Oh my and god. We uh, Angel, Angel was the only first grader with also ninth graders in the same. It was like Little House of Prayer room. But anyway, <laughs> no, Angel, I never, I've never experienced the nah, like it just things that I, I'm, I'm learning a lot about myself that I'm, I might borderline and have. Uh, Issues. Um, like I created 
the master smoothie where I put all of the vegetables and fruit, the top five fruits, top five vegetables I read you should eat every day all into one drink. And I've been perfecting that because I don't eat fruits. I don't eat vegetables, but I figure if I can get them all out the way in the morning, then I'm good. Now, I have created this smoothie. It is a little crunchy. So you do have to swallow, then chew. A little weird thing going on there. I probably need a better uh, blender, but I, I feel like it's it's yeah. it's good for me. Wait, don't you have like that ninja blender though? Yeah, but it don't chop up kale and like. So what's in the smoothie is oh, yeah. blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, bananas. Um, it's kale, spinach, um, celery, and four ounces of orange juice, four ounces of apple juice, and honey for sweetness. And it's not a, it's not that bad to be honest with you, and it literally just wipes out all of my fruits and vegetables. And it's so funny because people are like, "Oh, that's dumb," but I'm then they're like, "Well, okay, I'm done. He's done." Thoughts, questions, reactions. Is that how that works, though? Like, can you just do that all at one time and then you good? Like, you you good on the nutrients you need for the day? I, I think so. It's like a vitamin. That, yeah, see, I, that's why I don't do like that's why vitamins are weird to me too. Because if that was the case, and I guess it is a little different because you be consuming more at one time. Like if I just wanted to get all eight glasses of my water in yeah. before I got about to bed, I like I don't. Angel, you're more healthy than us. I honestly take vitamins. I do smoothies. I just, I don't. I just like, go for it. Like I don't my thought, know your daily intake or anything like, like that. I just want to do more healthy stuff throughout the day. Like my thought AP is if I, if I had a plate and I lined them all up and I ate like a plate of spinach, a plate of kale, like I don't think, I don't know, I, I, we could call it nutritionist, but I don't think my body knows like, oh, nope, he's eating it all at once. That's true. But the first time, the first time you go to the bathroom, hard to be discreet about it. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you go to the bathroom, do you just get rid of everything you just put in your body? The honest truth? No. Uh, no. Nah, nah, because like steak, for example, that's why they tell you not to eat so much red meat. Red meat, from my understanding, takes multiple days to, to break down. I will tell you this, and you took it here, uh, 100% pure cranberry juice, yeah, oh. that that will. That, oh, oh, it's coming. Oh, it's don't you move to. Uh, and it's the most disgusting, disgusting. and heart thing. Yeah, it's it's almost like why? Yeah, did I think this was? Why'd you? Why'd you? Why'd you do it? I was just like, well, they said I should do this to cleanse. Yeah, shit. AP, uh, oh, <laughs> and she just used our one swear word because we are recording. There we go. Um, <laughs> no, but I that's like, the honest truth. I, I had uh, some, some with my kidney or liver, something anyway, and I read to take 100% pure. So the cranberry, cranberry juice that we know on the counter, the ocean spray, it says 100% juice. Nah, that ain't it. Like It's yeah, a smaller no. container. And it actually tells you on your angel to actually add water to it because it's so tart. Like, AP, when I tell you you can't drink yeah. more than like, a shot, it's the most tart thing in the world. However, it, my guy, like if you drink it, you know, you just have to just sit. Like if you try to go out, it, you're going to have to run back in. It's a bad idea. It's like, so it's like right away. I, it was for me. It it got in the walls. It was like, come on, come on. What else is this sitting is there? Disgusting. You know what is also <laughs> an extreme lack, lack of it was like, uh, Coffee, to me. Yeah. If I drink a cup of coffee, I'm like, okay, well, let me just. Yeah, I, I find that out like 
it, I was like in denial about it because I always used to get like tall, like tall iced black coffees. I just put a straw in it and just like try to finish it right away. And then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, what is going on? And I always try to chalk it up to something I had before that coffee. And then I finally realized like, yeah, you just got to stop doing that. Yeah, no, they, they say it. Coffee is, is it's, that's why people like their morning coffee. Then they run. If you, never mind. It's been gross. No, if you ever fly early, if you ever fly okay. you know, I've had enough of this black tea. Yeah, me too. Whatever we're talking about right now. Uh, <laughs> okay, Ricky, it, it's funny because obviously we've had this discussion, but I didn't tell you this morning about like, okay, we're all kind of over this quarantine thing. Yeah. But when someone calls you, like I called my sister and I was like, hey man, I was looking for a little bit of encouragement, but she picked up, she was like, hey, I'm not doing too good. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, I'm not mad at I'm, I'm, there we're about to open up Georgia. I'm going out. And I was like, no, 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 so no, 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 no. I immediately, I immediately became the person that was speaking life into someone else. It's like, but I'm over this thing too. I don't know how many times you've been put in a position, either of you, where it's just like, I don't know. No, 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 no. It's funny. You just, I just saw a great comedy sketch in my head where like, Everyone's doing it. Then you hear the background music, and it's like almost like a scene from Rudy or any like motivational speech. And you're like, "I'm over it too." Were you over it when? What about when? It's like, no, I, I totally understand. Like it's it's you gave me one this morning. Like I, I, this morning, like AP, I, I just literally did the hundred lunches that we we've been doing daily, and I was like, I literally dropped them off and purposely didn't go see anybody. Like I just left them by the door. I was like, I don't feel like. I don't feel like being on. I don't feel like energizing. Like, it's, and I understand, it, and it, but it, you get in this weird spot because everyone's going through it, so you don't want to complain that people are really going through it. Like doctors and even janitors at hospitals, like people are on the front front line. So us complaining just because we can't play Xbox anymore or because we're over it. Like, oh, that's a true story. AP, I, I text him. I'm like, how you doing? He said, I said, what's wrong? He said, man, I can't, I can't play Xbox. I can't turn it on. So in my mind, Angel, I'm thinking I gotta buy one. I'm gonna treat one. That's my guy. I'm like. You can't turn it on. He said, I didn't play it too much. Yeah, I feel like I finished 2K. Like, it's a wrap. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm really in a place the other day where I woke up and it was like 7.30 and I was like, okay, I could get up, but why? Oh, oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I, I joked that my motivation is like mood swings. Like, I was like, I'm going to get up. I was like, you know what? If I don't, I, I don't have to. I can just start tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I keep, so I keep forgetting. Uh, I missed trash day two weeks in a row. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, so we got to check on you, check on you. Hey, man, you got to go ahead and get the days of the week, bro. Get the underwear. Or I can just show you a picture of my underwear. You just guess. Oh, never mind. Okay. I just I just started looking out of my window and seeing where my neighbors put their track. Because I I honestly, and I wish I was thinking this up, I forgot what day my trash day was. And I know it's either Wednesday or Thursday. So I've just been looking out <laughs> the window to see my, if my neighbors are putting their garbage out or not. I think it's today, but I'm almost sure it's tomorrow. That's, um, so, that's, that's where I'm at. Hmm. Angel, you want to yeah. take that one? 
James goes, you you ain't had a hat. They told you to take a week away. My mind, just talking about this, my mind went back to, like, depression, and so I didn't hear a word he said. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. Y'all have no idea, man. Like, we're, uh, I guess it's my, it's my outlet, so I can tease it. We're, uh, we're planning to do a virtual rake tour. So once a year I do like 50 cities in 30 days. So I got all excited two weeks ago and, and I got a whole team together. And we're doing a virtual rake tour where we're doing the tour dates and different things, et cetera, et cetera, which I guess I just told it. But for me, it gets depressing every time like we, the team, like we're going to do this in DC. We're going to do this in Baltimore. We're going to do this. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, it'd be better. If I was physically there, <laughs> yeah. you know, it'd be more awesome if I can go and da 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 da. But you know what? Actually, I have nothing. I was about to give you guys uh, positive. I, I don't know yet. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> but I, just, I told Angel, man, just just to be really upfront with you guys, I, I had a um, I'm not really speaking to my parents right now, and they uh, they're on punishment. They uh, they they went out. And they shouldn't have gone out, and it really pissed me off. And they kind of knew they shouldn't have been going out because they didn't tell me. And I just happened to call them to see if they need anything, and they were out the house. And Angel spoke on their behalf, and Angel was like, well, Angel can say it. She was like, they, they need to leave the house at some time, right? You don't leave the house sometimes. I mean, it's the way you do it. Now, as we mentioned before, some stores are— Wait, wait, Angel. No, How are you going to steal my thunder? That was what I suggested back to you. All right, let me tell you guys with you. Let me let me pull the curtains no, all over. I said you're getting mad at your pants for going out, but they gotta get out. And then I said, not you. I said there's certain stores. I said there's a smart way of going out. But everybody knows that. How are you late to the party? Well, tell them that so they're why listening. Would you be upset if they went out because they didn't do the smart things. And what me and Angel are talking about, there's certain stores that for the first hour or last hour, they let the elderly or people who are older, people with compromised immune systems, come in and shop. So they don't have to interact with the, with the with the regulars, if you will. And I'm like, if you guys are gonna go out, yeah. be smart about it. Like, go those times, or don't just be dumb about it. Or we can, you know, we can we can coordinate, or we can talk about it, or we can walk it out, or I could even be there with you guys to, to, to monitor and be like, hey, don't do that. Like, I miss my parents. So for them to do that, hey, and they kind of go ahead. I'm like, and I've talked to like, I talked to your mother, and your dad has said like six words to me, but. I know we cool. Oh, they love you. Oh, they love you. They love you. They listen now. They li- they're literally listening. They are, are literally our number one fans. But but when we don't do an episode, they literally, my dad, that's the only text he, he did yesterday that I responded to. I didn't respond. He goes, did you do the podcast today? And I go, no, doing it tomorrow. And But go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. And uh, But like they are, even though your dad seemed like he'd rather just be kicking on the couch, like your parents are super active. But 100%. They, they, your parents are like smart. They can tell all their kids, like there's a bunch of doctors, and then you. Um, okay, I got and you. They, I ain't mean it the way I said. I took it. it. I took it that way. That's fine. They, they, they super active though, but they smart. Like I'm sure they thought of it. Like they sat down and was like, "Look, let's just." Hey, Pete, to, to be to be honest with you, that's why it hurt me because they weren't. And usually they're the smartest people, most planned out, most methodical people I know. The reason why I know this was so hurtful because I know for a fact they didn't tell me. Like I, we had an agreement that if you guys have to leave for the bank, if you have to do something, tell me. And the fact they didn't tell me was like, all right, this is like my parents have never been like little kids. I don't have a little kid, but you guys deal with little kids. We know little kids. Like for them to do it and then kind of get caught, and then like 
not fess up to it or not whatever that that's what hurt me but i told angel that the mess up thing with it is by my by me not talking to them is like who am i hurting i'm hurting both of us because like yesterday i was petty i bought them their groceries my mom gave me a grocery list bought them the groceries put it on the uh the, the deep freezer and then text them later and was like hey your groceries are in the deep freezer like i know i'm petty i know i'm like a five-year-old but it's like they just that just really really hurt me i would i would be distraught of my parents like of all the stuff they've done for health, like you said, active, looking out for us, they have grandkids. Like, I would lose if I lost my mom and dad to something like this. Like, mind you, life happens. We're all getting older, whatever. But if they get an illness from going to Home Depot to get some get some uh, shrubs, which I think they did, like, come on, y'all. Who's looking at your house? Honestly, I guess, yeah, I feel just, I didn't realize that they had, like, done any like precautionary stuff or reached out or anything and they, like they, I mean they like I said they, they have masks and they have gloves and they, they were smart about it but I'm like just AP for example I told I told Angel we all met up like let's all of us met up at, at met up at um a Target or something now at least I'm interacting with them we hanging out like we, we still are distancing but whatever but the fact they did it and I told my mom and, and I'm going too, too, too long on this but I told her when she wanted to go out before and go to Walmart, I was like, it's kind of a spit on my face because I purposely ask you guys every single day. Like, I put on the gloves, put on a mask. When I go shop for the for the elderly or, or, and, and the homeless people, I add their grocery list, too. So for me, it's like I'm doing a good deed, but I'm also looking out for mom and dad. For them to do that, I'm doing it every day or every week, whatever they need, and then they go behind my back and go, it's like, well... How about this? I, I looked out for you guys for the first six weeks or five weeks, however long we've been this, and then you guys go one time without me. Like, come on, y'all. Like that 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 hurts me. That genuinely hurts me because it's like y'all could have went the first week, you could have went the second week. Like, why am I looking out for y'all? If y'all, I don't know, man. I, it, it's I, I love my mom and dad. I know they're listening, and I know they know I'm not speaking to them, which is the longest I told them I've ever gone in life without speaking. To them. I don't know the end game for me not speaking to them. <laughs> I don't know how to resolve this. Um. Angel, AP, I know you guys have been in toxic relationships. Uh, how do how do I get over this? What? <laughs> what? I'm gonna step out of that conversation. Okay, AP, it's just you then. AP, we're just looking at you. Toxic relationships. When you don't talk to somebody for so many days and you're still in a relationship, what what do you do to like? Do you just do you just say, hey, you got my you got my brush at your house? Like, how do I how do I come back in? Um. <laughs> AP feels in a. AP has. I ain't gonna say no name. AP has. AP is a sweatshirt guy. He be like, I ain't gonna get my sweatshirt. That's how you do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hey, you know I love my my uh, my brush my brush at your house. <laughs> for, uh, for the list for the listeners. The best way to go about it is to just be transparent. <laughs> just be transparent. Hey, what's going on? You start with or that. Start with a joke. You come in with that. Or just start with. Yeah, I don't say. Hey, I don't say. Hey, what's going what's on? What's the longest? Like, let, let, let. Why would you give? Why would you give people <laughs> advice for something with? You're not using that thing. <laughs> I mean, that's not what I'm saying for me. Now we're podcasting, guys. Now we are podcasting. Let's go. I'm gonna chop this down right to 19 minutes, and we're gonna start right here. <laughs> no, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that verbatim, but I would look for a reason to reach out that that doesn't have to do with whatever the issue is. What's the longest you've gone uh, without speaking to somebody you're dating or talking to? Probably like a, like a week and some change, maybe. Ooh, yeah, God, like that's, long. Change. that's long. That's long. That's a long time. That's long, bro. And I'm like, if I'm like not speaking to you, like I won't. 
if I'm like in a relationship, I'm not speaking. I probably won't like post a lot of stuff. Like I won't, but I know that like they'll be posting whatever, or, like be super active or, you know, which is, it sucks that that's what is going to bring it, you know, back together is whatever's on social. Like I would just look out, look for a reason to reach out on there, like laughing at something that ain't that funny that they probably thought was funny or, but your parents ain't that active on <laughs> as many social media so you just gotta you know. <laughs> I like a, look, look Angel AP's smarter than, than people realize um, he purposely tur- he saw where he was going to the left he just turned right was like, and, and then your parents yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. he was going I was listening like AP is giving us material AP was like well see, yeah see. I sat up like alright AP now yeah. <laughs> I'm either concerned or like okay. <laughs> Yeah, before I incriminate myself. Yeah, if he was going down the road, he was he took that baton and was he he was on that two hundred, that lean. He started coming around that corner and he was like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What y'all want to y'all want to come up here with me? Y'all want to come up? <laughs> this ain't even my race. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm waving your hands like, go AP, take it, take it. <laughs> you got it, AP. What are you watching right now? What are you watching? Doing? You you binge watching anything? Or? Yeah, so I uh, I started watching that show. Uh, Black AF. Okay. Okay. With the, uh, with the right, he's like the the stars, like the writer from like Grownish and Blackish and all that stuff. But I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I saw the backlash and the arguments about it. Um, Angel, have you have you watched it? Yet? No, if it's not trending on Black Twitter, I don't really bother with it. Oh, it's, it's trending. <laughs> it was trending for the. You said if it is or isn't. If it isn't trending in the right direction. Um. I don't go. I just don't. See, I've seen mixed on both ways. Like, here's, here's the thing. You asked me that. I think Black Twitter is one of the most creative and hilarious and informative uh, tools on Twitter. Now, yes. when... Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, Angel. I'm sorry. The remake... For, sorry, Angel. Oh, for, no, no, no. Okay, right, why do they explain Black... Can explain. I finish what I'm saying? Oh, jeez. The remake of Lion King, I was so excited. Everybody was geek. All this extra stuff was surrounding it. And I was like, I can't wait to watch it. But I knew I had to wait until my friend came back from overseas because we're big, like Disney, like all this stuff. We were like really excited to watch it. However, the beehive went completely silent after it like dropped. And I was like, if the beehive's not saying anything about even Beyonce in the movie, like it probably stopped after like the first week, then it's no point in watching it. And that's why I still haven't seen the remake of Lion King. All I, I, just, all, I just recently watched it. Okay. All, all, all I was trying to explain was, uh, Angel, some of our listeners don't know what Black Twitter is. I think it's literally a website called blacktwitter.com, probably. Um, Black Twitter is just a, I'm just saying we have some others. Listen to the podcast. Uh, Black Twitter, to, do you want to explain it, Angel? Quickly. No, go for it. I, I can, actually. It doesn't sound it's, it's sometimes hard explaining, like, black culture, this culture, to non-black people sometimes. Like, I was trying to explain... Some I was trying to explain the verses, like the the producers like going back and forth on Instagram to to a white person, and it just sounded terrible. I was like, um, oh, no. see these producers go back and forth with the songs they play, and then we vote and see. She's like, so it's like a voting system? Like, no, it's uh, in the comments. And she's like, but the so producers did the they did they write the music? They producers they sing them? Are they singing them? Like, no. It, I was like, you know, never mind. But Black Twitter is basically a uh, group of people on, t- people. people on Twitter <laughs> who use hashtags and kind of come together as a family. Um, 
That's did I say it right? That's it. Yeah. Digging it or dissing it. That's who, how I explain Who's it. some of the bigger... Like, we all come together and say, this is happening or it's not. Who's some of the bigger black Twitter... Uh, who, who Who's like the, the, the... Give me your top 10 cookout people. Oh, I'm not going to get into that. I think, you know what? I think Jamel, no, I think Jamel. I think Jamel is like the head of black. She's she's in there. Jamel Hill. I think she's black she, Twitter. Jamel's definitely Jamel's definitely one of the bigger voices. Um, like on black Twitter, it's a dude, and I'm pre- I'm pretty. I don't know. I think he's white. Sean King. He's all. Oh, there. that's an interesting story. He's he, black. We we went. To, we, awesome. we went. Wait, you said he's awesome. I like him. We went to college oh. together. We were we were actually neighbors at Morehouse. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I do this yeah. game. I do this game. Where I shouldn't even tell, but I was gonna wait till a year to <laughs> to uh, tell people because I screenshot it once a week. I follow and then unfollow him, and then he unfollows me, and then I follow him back, and then I look and he followed me back. And I've been doing this for a week. Like I do it every week for about it's about fourteen weeks now, and I have the screenshots. <laughs> what? Yeah. So like right now, oh, right, <laughs> just because it's funny to me to like. They, he he either has a system or a way, but like every week I will follow, and then I'll look back and he is, has a little notification that says he followed me, and then I'll unfollow, and then like a week later I look and I'm unfollowed, and I just literally it's like my own little inside joke that I do. It's been about um about 13 weeks now. What, yes. what you must be a horrible neighbor. He still follows me. <laughs> well, unfollow him. See what happens. If you unfollow him, I bet you he unfollow, he follows me back. Angel don't unfollow. No, do it, do it. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. <laughs> oh boy. It's a fun game. But anyway, Sean King, yeah, he's I don't know if he's black. That's the, the funny story that um AP is people question his race. Um I thought that the so the first time I saw it, I thought it was a like a senior picture. I thought it was Paul Wall's senior picture. From a black account, I swear to God, that's exactly what I thought the first time I seen Shaq because he just oh, he right. looked like yeah. he looked. I'm being dead serious. Like hilarious. that's not even. I'm being dead serious. I thought it was a high school pic because <laughs> the picture is like in black and white. It looks like a senior photo. I saw him call. I was like, "Oh, it's kind of weird." And then I read, and then somebody was like, "Oh, Sean here, like Sean here, whatever." And I'm like, "Okay, now nah, I know." Yeah, but I don't really know how. Like, I don't really know how I feel about him. I mean, we can have him on the podcast. He's like I said, we we. Uh, yeah. I don't really know much about. Him. I just don't know how I feel about him because I don't really know. He he's a, he's a very divisive individual. Like, either people love him or hate him. But I I don't. I'm actually in, in the middle. Like, I think he's. I think he's good for the. I, I think is anytime you stand up, uh, people will try to take shots at you. You have to always make sure that you're ready to go. He kind of got weird right, with the right. whole Bernie thing. He stand for Bernie. Anybody that stands for Bernie, which is cool, but it's like the ages are just on it, and that's the only yeah. that's the only it's, like kind of criticism no I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like people are still human, but um, but yeah, Black Twitter has been really, really good to me. I got probably to be, <laughs> be real with y'all, I got all my my first writing gig because of Matthew Cherry um, discovered me on Black Twitter. Um, I wrote for a web series. Matthew Cherry's the guy that won the Oscar with uh, Hair Love, but he he had a web series. My first ever gig was because of Black Twitter. I used to just tweet crazy stuff, and he was like, "I doing this web series. I would love you to be the write be a writer. You ever written?" And I was like, "Nah." And he was like, "Well, 
figured it out. And uh, that was my first writing gig. And then he actually let me be one of the stars of the web series. So when I started writing for shows, I had already been in a room because of Matthew Cherry and Black Twitter. So, um, yeah, I was kind of like the party guy of Black Twitter for a little bit um, years ago before McDonald's. Um, but yeah, I've calmed down quite a bit. But I'm 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 kind of in, uh, yeah. My Derek Jeter story that went viral, which we still have to talk about one day, that got started in Black Twitter. And then uh, Max Kellerman took it over to White Twitter. And then it um, got me on ESPN and all these speaking engagements and stuff. But Black Twitter, they, it, uh, the fight in Temecula, there's some famous moments online. There's, there's some situations. But Black Twitter definitely stood up and rose up for the um, – Teddy Riley uh, versus uh, uh, Babyface battle. Oh yeah, they were. They were I they were loved it so much. The memes were endless. I think I honestly would watch a Teddy Riley reality show. Oh, Just I, I, with I, yeah. The antics that I saw from the first one that he attempted, which was absolute bananas, and even the what? second one with Babyface and all his shade, I, I loved it. It's exactly what we need during the quarantine. That picture they got of Teddy Riley from the first one, when he's like, <laughs> that meme where he's like looking, he's like looking back. It's the funniest one I saw was when they say, he's like when they tell when they tell the pastor they got more stuff, they got a couple notes before they let everybody out of church. <laughs> he's just looking back at them. <laughs> Yo, it, but I love the fact, like you said, he 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 laughed at himself. Like it was it was it was uh, right. it was a good moment, and we needed an outlet. I don't think Babyface uh, took it as funny as we did, but it was just good energy, man. It was just we need these things, man. We need these general laughs. That's why I thought the, and I don't want to talk more now because we'll talk about it a little later. But that's why I like the Michael Jordan doc, which I thought was going to be every night. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's- once a week? Yeah, it's or... once a week. But it, they're doing two back-to-back oh, back where I'm like, just give me ten nights in a row. Like, give me something. Like, give me something we could all sit down and watch. I, I just need things to do as a group because um, it feels connected. It feels like you're watching something together. It feels like you're whatever. But to, to, to spread it out over five weeks. And I know they rushed it. I know it wasn't probably supposed to come out to like, July, I think. So I know they went overtime to, 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 to give us this now. But it's like – I don't know, man. It, it, I would almost argue, Angel and AP, that <clears throat> we kind of miss um, watching regular sitcoms. And what I mean by that is if this would have happened maybe 10 years ago, we would all been watching, uh, I don't know. Like whatever was on. Yeah, yeah, 8 o'clock uh, on Thursdays or. Yeah, like you know, when The Office was coming on TV. Everything that people watch on Netflix now, nah, that was going to come on TV. Yeah, like, I'm, like, like you said, you're watching, you're watching that show. Like, I'm watching Money Heist um, on Netflix. Like, Angel's watching something different. But to me, it would have been cool. And mind you, I am in television. I know there is still television shows coming on at designated times. I am very aware that that's actually got to get paid. Um, but we're just in this streaming, this binge-watching um, situation where we don't watch things together anymore. I would tell Angel, like, what episode are you on? Or what episode are you on? Oh, I'm on this season. Oh, I'm on that season. So, to me, it, it would be a little bit more connected if we all watched everything at the same time. Yeah. Mm, okay. I'm not, pay- <laughs> I'm, not pay- I'm not paying for cable, so. Uh, I was just going to be better. But at this point, like, and I think this is where the quarantine may be, like, a negative thing for me. I am becoming more and more um, okay with just not interacting. Like, 
if I want to watch it, I'm just going to watch myself. Yeah. Like at this point, and it's it's kind of sad because now, like before, you thought it was bad when people call that. Like they say, reach out to people, stay connected with people, and that's great. And I think it's much needed. But because of the isolation, like part of it, I'm just like I'm okay with just being in here by myself and watching the show, which is sad. But at the same token, that it's it's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So that's. I, see, I'm, I'm like, literally, it doesn't look like it. I'm by myself probably 90% of the time, but I'm okay being by myself, but I'm okay being by myself in places where other people are at. So to go to a bar and say what up to AP by myself is what I'm used to. To go to a restaurant, eat alone is what I'm used to. To go to movies is what I'm used to. But just being alone, alone, this is like, this is for the birds, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, I just want to stand around people and, 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 and ignore you guys. Like, I miss that. Well, like, and that's, yeah, well, we like Rick, that's why I was, like, thinking with you, like, you saying that. Like, since you do, for some reason, always show up to my bars by yourself. Okay, that's how you like, as hell. That's that sounded lonely and that I'm an alcoholic. Like, oh, here's Rick, drunk Rick, just like, by himself. <laughs> just drunk by himself again. No, you, uh. Like, this doesn't, I just feel like I didn't think it, this would affect you as much because since you are, like, I don't, such a social recluse, like, you always out, but you never really, like, kicking it, kicking it. Right. But no, nah, just, just um, kind of just like, the opposite. But, but it's almost like you in public places doing the same thing as everybody else. Like, you going through the same thing as everybody else with you being in that spot. Like, that's why I thought that this probably wouldn't hit you as hard because, you still are kind of like by yourself, but you all you still more active than everybody. while not you know being around I, I, or like being out and stuff like that? So that's why I wasn't sure. Like no, you're you you are one you are one hundred percent right. And I was I was with you for the first four days, and then I was like I miss I miss being like going to a mall and just being at a mall or going to a Target. Like I miss seeing people like going to movies, but it's it's it, it's a weird. I don't know, man. It, it, and it's it's funny because you you know that about me. Angel knows about me. The world literally thinks I'm this like social butterfly. that's like with a million people at all times. Like, nah, I'm usually by myself most of the time. When you see me out, it's because I'm forcing myself out to be around people. But it's like as much as I don't like, like Angel. Last time we we crashed whatever party we was at. Like I look in the back and there's like a room full of people. Angel just crashes parties with people she knew, and I literally like the, the eight year old in me is like, do I go back there? Do I know any back back there? Uh, uh. Had a very interesting face. I did when I walked in. I'm like, and I just sat right next to Angel. I just sat down. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna look around and see who's there. Like that's what I'm used to. But I'm used to interactions, which I realized, and this is what I did the other day. Like I I sent pizza money to all of my favorite bartenders because I realized like. Y'all are my friends. Like y'all are people I can pop in. I'm like, all right, I don't want to be alone right now. Let me go pop in on AP. Let me pop in at this bar. Let me pop in this restaurant. And the fact I don't have that interaction is like, whoa. Like I hope y'all find me to be friends too, because y'all are my y'all are my friends. No, definitely. Yeah, no, no I appreciate it. Okay, I was it. nervous. I was nervous. I mean, that's how we. That's how we. That's how we became friends, though, right? Just from you being my yeah. Martin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your show. Yes, man. You made us turn it on. Because it was premiering that night. And he that's, came to my bar. Wow, that's three, and had a turn it on every TV. That's literally three years ago. Uh, last week it premiered three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what, so we met like yeah we met three years ago like very you know uh, near this date. But yeah, you came to the bar and this this time you were with a group of people though. 
And I think well, because I had a TV show. You had, He's famous then. Yeah. When the TV show they picked up, they all one by one was like, "Oh, got to go." Everybody bounce. See, you want to see a Craig? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I think you said you had like went to the other bars and they were like, "No, we just keeping the sports on." And Rick literally came to me. He's like, "Look, I know you never seen me before." He's like, "I have a show." That's coming on tonight. It's, and it was like, was it on a travel channel? Yeah, it's a travel channel. It's travel channel. Something, something we wouldn't play at a bar downtown on a Friday night. What, what bar was and I'm this? Like, Coastal Taco. Oh, I don't even remember this. This is sad. I need to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, we turned it on. Yeah, we turned it on every TV. And this was when Coastal Taco was fairly new. So it was packed. And everybody just sitting there and watched Rick's show together. Like yeah. every person at the bar was like, we had turned it up as if it was like a. Was. I, do, I do remember. I do remember. I do remember. You know, the sad thing about that, Angel. <clears throat> yeah. That counted as one viewer. But I was three. That was three. Three viewers watched it. <laughs> Ten thousand people watching it. They, they all watched it. Yeah. It was everybody. Everybody in, in the world was doing watch parties. We got two hundred. Th- we checking in with three hundred people here. Like one viewer. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I I don't give away too much information. Um, <laughs> no, it's just a lot of things, man. There's a lot of things in the TV world. It's just it's Angel. You're in it, and you know it's just ratings and 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 marketing. It's it's a weird met- metric system. You have what your network likes and love, but then you have what the viewers like and love. And at the end of the day, you have what. The sponsors, the, the the commercials, like in love, and it's literally those three. But usually, the sponsors went out because the sponsors pay the bill of the execs. But then ultimately, the people watching, you, you, you under, Angel, I completely get it. Yeah, so it's and a weird weave, man. I, it's a weird weave. Once again, my mind is like we are stuck inside. Okay, AP, I'm just gonna talk Do to you. you know? I'm gonna talk to- <laughs> 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 oh, Angel, I, man. I, I'm going to you I'm thinking like someone came out of retirement that they're so done with just being home. Like, Who? This is, Who, Gronk? Gronk. Like, Wait, I'm Angel, like, Angel, we were talking about TV execs and she just went to... I know, but I just Christ. told you. Like, I really wasn't... <laughs> my I'm like, this is next level. So we're not... <laughs> We're obviously not checking in on Angel. Enough. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm hearing, bro. This is that's exactly this is only I'm the hearing. second time. This is the second time. It's Angel my window. Spoken. I think it's Since something quarantine. about my window. Once I start looking bro. out the window, it's like. Oh, it's you keep fading out in the yeah. middle of the conversation. Yeah, Angel, I, Angel, you are like the same. Like you're one of the most most normal, makes sense. Same. Like if you go, we all screw. Like if you don't have it together, I'm scared for society right now. It's not even like we're sitting on the phone in silence. We're recording a podcast. Yeah, we're doing a, a, a falling out. And, and, and on this topic, it's actually your topic. I was talking about television and ratings and stuff. And Angel's like a guy retired because he didn't want to be at home. <laughs> And I was like, and I'm thinking, what basketball player? I'm like, I'm like, is it a TV show executive? My mind is like, what's happening? Dude, I got back. I haven't had coffee today. That's the problem. Okay, Angel. Uh, Well... If you guys are just tuning in, which I don't know why you wouldn't, because it's one long podcast, but I'm going to do a break anyway. You're listening to Random Acts of Podcasting. I am Ricky Smith with Angel Gray and AP. Um, Angel. I'm just talking to you, not any listeners, not AP. Do you need anything? All right. 
Do you need like a field trip? You need what? Like I got you. Like I don't know. I think I'm okay now. I know a I really. Think I, need I know a really. I, I need I know a really good place, and I won't tell the listeners where there's nobody at. It's a store, and I just go there and walk around with my mask and my gloves on. But it's like really? a, yeah, it's empty. But it's a good. It's a good like. I'll, I'll tell maybe me you and AP and I know your your best friends there. We'll all meet up there. You guys drive there, but I, it's refreshing. They take they were taking it serious before this store, um, when things first started before the lockdown, and now they're like they don't play any music. You have to do what you got to do, but it's it's very like the workers have their mask on and gloves, and it's very relaxing. Like it's it's almost like my museum because the weather. I know you're not from here. The weather in Cleveland is not cooperating with us. It mm. is. It is. It is cold. Just weird. It is cold. Like I got my. It's butt- warmer in Russia right now. Okay, Angel. That. that- <laughs> Sorry. Who, who talks like that? <laughs> what? What reference? Like <laughs> that means she had looked this up. Maybe she didn't have it in front of her. That means she has information. Just. Oh, I thought we were good, and then she just went. <laughs> she just went. I just like, felt like you needed to know that. In case you. <laughs> Who Google? You didn't know. It's What's seventy the degrees in Russia. And What's the weather in Russia? Are you are you trying to go there? Are you are you? Like... Oh no! Oh no! Okay. Well, <laughs> giving you back. We're gonna do a better job of checking in. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I do. I call. She just sent me the voicemail. She sent me the voicemail. What's it called when they send a what's, what's window it, time? What's it called when the police go and just knock on your door to check wellness check? We're gonna do wellness checks for Angel. <laughs> Angel, Angel, and her and her best friend made me uh, some mac and cheese, or, or or gave me a plate of mac and cheese and dessert. Angel came down in like a dress, some cowboy boots, like a nautica oh, jacket, a nautica jacket, and like a hair tie, like to the point where I was like, ooh. And it was so bad, AP, that I didn't have jokes. Like you know, you normally make jokes. I just went with it. I just grabbed the plate, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> got in the car still was like it was fire like I was like it was great I had nothing negative usually you know me I'm gonna roast you I'm gonna give jokes like I was just like ooh oh my goodness like what what is she <laughs> he's lying I it was a dress did not look like that it was a dress okay it was it was yes it was some boots that didn't and go I with the dress a, I had on Converse mm, they were like galoshes it was like rain boots no they were not oh see you're getting old what is this is the perfect time to like try to get some fits off. Oh, uh, like, she not. She see, not. No, she going the other way. You only gonna see four people. <laughs> she going the other no, way. Real talk, though. Real talk. We're talking about saying things. One day I said, I don't even know who I am anymore. I got up and started trying on <laughs> my clothes. I tried on my clothes and I was walking around my apartment in my uh, designer shoes. Are you guys? Are you guys using deodorant? Yeah. Every day. Yes. Okay. Because I I'm I'm debating on stopping. But that's a good point. You gotta say, like, who? Yeah, like, who's smelling me? <laughs> Europeans don't wear. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Just uh... is that a fact? Is that a fact? Is that a? <laughs> is that a little touchy here? <laughs> no, and I don't. I don't know if it's a. Yeah, everybody had to comment. Everybody like. <laughs> <laughs> a little, mm, I mean, I'm. Uh, is that the, mm, I got a gr- another group that I wanted to talk about, but I'm. Mm. No, leave it away. Okay, I just, I just like people showering. Like I, I get up, so I'm going actually the other way. Like I'm growing my beard. I got moisturizer. Like I'm grooming. I got Q-tips. I never bought Q-tips a day in my life. I got Q-tips now. Um, 
I never use the things, the little picks in between your teeth. I got those. I got a case of those. Like I'm. Are you floss? Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. You never floss? Nah. Oh wow. Let's Guess what? I have now. So I'm actually I'm grooming more now than I've ever groomed. But then I'm like, well, 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 like why am I doing? So I'm trying to I'm trying to start a habit, which I've never done. Usually I just get up and go. Like that's kind of the Rick way. But I'm like I have to do this. I have to drink my smoothie. But then some days I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah. I started making I started making my bed every morning when I got up. This is the first time in my life I made a routine of making sure my bed was made before I got like before I did anything. That's the only routine I had since the start. You still smoking black mouse? <sighs> well, I'm just saying because you haven't coughed. It's been 40 minutes. You haven't coughed yet. So I, I'm, I'm, I was about to I'm say a, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I keep muting my phone to cough. <laughs> and then I'm muting it to continue the conversation. <laughs> you know what I learned in this conversation, AP? Every time we don't hear from Angel laughing, it's something funny. She's gone again. I am. Angel. See? Because <laughs> <laughs> what AP said was hilarious, and I'm like, I'm dying laughing because he just said, Angel, he just said that he's been trying, he's been coughing the whole call, but he puts it on mute. That's funny. And then Angel didn't say a word. Like, Angel's like, mm. <laughs> Oh, she texted me. All right, AP. Well, thanks for checking in. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Cough away, my brother. With currently no NBA NHL or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, let me tell you, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. Yo, yo. Yo, so Chris, Angel Gray is a sideline reporter for the Cavs. She's Angel, you, we're recording now, but Angel, you can introduce yourself. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, thanks, Ricky. Yes, I do sideline report for the uh, Cavs. Also, play by play for the Sparks. And um, yeah, I do some stuff with NBA TV too for WNBA. Wait, what's your name? Angel Gray. Yeah, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I know you. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> and she was D1, D1, D1 uh, basketball player. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. Yeah, I'm like, she's telling me, she's really sitting there telling me who she is. I know, I know you are, God. Hey, Chris, yeah, I got it. Yeah, and so tell all my people I said hello if if any if you see them at any point. Like, you already Chris know. Chris and Ledlow, all those guys, that, those are my people. The city is like my fave, so. It is a man, Amy. Hello. He's the best. Vinny is seriously, he is the man. I, I grew up, that was like my local idol. I wanted to be him and Derek Coleman growing up. So, Steve, right. he's, he's funny as hell, too. So. Well, shoot, you, I grew up in Atlanta, so. Oh, you already, you already <laughs> know that. that. era of basketball. All right, I'm yeah. just preaching to the choir, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's good, well, thanks man? for joining us. I don't know how you know Ricky. Um, he says all the time that 
all the people he knows it started off at a bar. So I'm assuming that's how you got Yeah, he, he was selling crack at some bar. <laughs> Yo, so I gotta I gotta I gotta be upfront. I gotta be upfront and extremely real with you, man. Like we we've kicked a couple of times, like we exchanged information like when you've been Cleveland and I think LA uh won the All Star games, whatever, but I'm like one of the biggest fans in the world, bro. Like this literally is 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 I don't want to make you feel older, but I had the black harachis, like I shaved my head, I had the black socks. Like for me, yeah, I'm a writer, I got the podcast, I'm doing my thing, but like for me, I'm literally like, I kid you not, I'm shaking. Oh, no, that's him. You know what's dope, man, is that I was telling, um, because uh, Grant hit yeah. me up yesterday, yeah. and then Drew, Drew told me to tell you what's up. Yep, yep. And um, they hit me up. He was like, you doing a podcast? I was like, yeah, it is. Like, what, what, what guy? I was like, I don't know. I was like, man, he's just cool as hell, man. He's just a good person. <laughs> that's just, you know, that's, that's the thing. So, <laughs> so whatever you want to do, Angel, you know what I mean? Angel, so, so to fill you in, his wife um, is from Cleveland, from Solon. Yeah. Everybody... Boy, everyone has a Cleveland story. So his brother-in-laws were, like, those guys, athletes, like, whatever. Um, Drew is in L.A., like, uh, acting, doing the whole comp, the, the, the writing thing, whatever. But, um, but yeah, so we're done with that. So I'm, I'm cool. I'm just telling you now, like, big fan, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Well, thank you, bro. Yeah. But because um, the, the, the culture, he's man. He's beyond excited. All right. He's relax, Angel. Excited. Relax, he relax, us, relax. No, I was going to tell this. Okay. He was so excited. He went outside without a mask. I really did. If, I, if I get coronavirus, really bro, it's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I was outside fighting air, just fighting air, and I was like, oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Dude walked by. I was like, brother, hold on now. Um, how you doing, man? Like, So where, where are you at? Let's, let's get that part of the t- Even though me and Angel are, you know what? Let's not. We're so fed up with this stuff, Chris. Like, I'm over this coronavirus stuff. And, and not in the sense of like, it just has so much power and it's so much, it's so, we're so stressed. Like on a day to day, we got to yeah. stay safe. What we're doing yeah. is we got to be virtually smart. We're still trying to get gigs. We're doing that. Like it, it's, it's, it's right. draining. And it's, I mean, Andrew's just talking about how it's okay to be drained. Like it's okay to be, cause we're not getting replenished. I guess that's what she was trying to explain to me. No, no doubt. And it has to be okay. And I think by saying it's okay, just means to acknowledge the space you're in mm-hmm. and the knowledge is tough. And it's really hard and it's depressing and all this. And to acknowledge it and then say, okay, what am I going to do now? But for me or for some people that, you know, I'm, I'm friends with, we've realized that, you know, a lot of times your mood or depression or other things, and again, I'm not clinical, I'm just talking about myself or other people, comes when you don't acknowledge it. You know what I'm saying? When you mm-hmm. just keep fighting and you don't acknowledge it and you're just like, you know, walking through, you know, walking, you know, through a, a rainstorm, acting like it's not rain, but taking time to say, man, this is really tough. This is going, this is getting on my nerves. I know some of this is superficial. I know some of, most of this is real. I want to see my family. Some of it is I just want to go get a sandwich somewhere. Right. But just understanding the balance of it, you know, and then, then that, that's to me, that's the best thing you could do. Have that honest conversation with yourself first. And then where do we go from here? So, yeah, I'm still tired. I still miss my family. I still do this. But I got a few more days of it. I got a couple more weeks, you know, just to kind of, you know, because it is, it is very tough. And to act like it's not tough, you only set yourself up for a big letdown. So it is tough, but how can we acknowledge that and then use those people around us to make us stronger and then just kind of laugh our way and, and, and get through it, you know, to make the most of it. Where are you with this? So me and Angel are in different spectrums right now. Angel just keeps looking out the window with depression. Yeah. Uh, she's going through it. <laughs> I am in super motivated mode. I got my DJ equipment. I bought, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like... Waking up every day, just doing a whole bunch of projects. Um, but my, I'm about to turn into Angel. I think in about another week, 
because I'm kind of old. <laughs> right, I just right, come right, over right. being motivated. I bought harmonica, bro. Right. Like I'm literally trying to learn harmonica just because. Why not? Um, where are you on the spectrum? I'm just, it's so funny you said that. So I'm trying to learn to play the trumpet. I'm making sure that um, interesting of all the instruments of all the instruments. I, I know. See, really, I wanted the drum is something that I've been practicing for a long time, and it's it's not as sexy because you got to hit these little pads, right? And, you know, it's like you know what I mean. It ain't like if you be thinking rock and roll headphones and playing the drums, but the trumpet actually. Um, I just learned the scale. This is like three weeks. Just learned the scales. You can play like Farrah Zaka or something like that and figuring out. So with me, bro, I try to do the same thing. For me, not to fall into those spaces. I try to stay busy as possible. So from finishing, writing, um, doing some stuff that I'm doing, the documentary, other stuff, it's just been really, how do I make the most of this time? And then secondly, I have three-year-old twins. And um, every year during this time, or there'll be three in a, in a week, Every year at this time, I'm missing out on their life because this is, uh, you know, playoffs. I mean, you know, yo, you guys know it's playoffs. Well, we we, we knew we 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 knew she she doesn't know. You she's, know, she's one with the Cavs, so we don't. Oh, oh, oh that's right. Oh, I'm, my know, bad. So you said if she was here with the Bronx, she would know. She would have been home anyway. She would have been. <laughs> oh, dude, oh that, that's right. Okay, <laughs> tell Kevin Love to my family stuff. But anyway, um, so it's usually busy right now. You'll see that in a couple of years when your team uh, get their weight up. But um, uh, it's uh, usually busy. And so for me, um, it's just fun, you know, being at home cooking. Man, I'm just, uh, I'm really just enjoying the time with my parents, uh, um, my parent-in-laws, my family, and so. Um, that's all. Just trying to stay as busy as possible, bro. Jordan Clarkson said the same thing. Who else do we have? When they were like, "I'm just spending more time with my family." It's different. Uh, but everybody it's- but, but everybody but Dante. Uh, he right. was over his family. No, no, it was uh-huh. uh, no, it was Al Harrington. <laughs> Al Harrington was like, "Bro, he's like, okay. I ain't spent this much time." He got four kids. He's like, "I ain't spent this much time with my kids and nanny." He's like, "I'm just trying to find." He's like, "I'm taking out the garbage for like an hour. I just walked down the, the driveway." Oh no, it's real. <laughs> I see. I'm the oldest of five kids, right? And my pop, he used to like go to the corner store to get some bread. He go like three hours. I always used to be like, and then one day. One day I went with him when I got older, and I was like, this dude ain't doing nothing but driving around whistling out the window. That's all he's doing. I'm like, and now, <laughs> yeah, that trash, that long walk, <laughs> trash, bro. Oh, man, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm, old, I'm just like, run, run until you get tired, fall asleep. But yeah, man, it's, um, you're getting to know everybody all over again. But when this is over, bro, I think, I just don't want to be in the, um, I don't want to be in the group that's when it's over. And I didn't take advantage of it. Right. Yeah. Right. We got a we you have know. a we have a friend of the show, Guy Tory. Um he gave us yeah, like a hell, okay. he gave us a hell of a motivational speech. He was like, This is the only time in the right. world that we know that everything's paused. So he's like, You're Come doing on, the man. same projects as Will Smith. He's like, You you work on the same stuff, everybody else. He's like, everybody's sitting at home. So if you're not getting your weight up now, he's like, if you wait for the quarantine to be done to, to, to start on this. He's like, you, you're never going to do it. If you're not going to learn how to cook, you're not going to learn how to play trumpet, if you're not going to learn how to That's DJ, right. you're never going to learn. Especially people like us who's always on the go, always working on stuff, which arguably we could be working on. I'm working just as hard now probably than I am before because there's so many things I want to do and start, but I have time to go through right. you know, hard drives. I have time to go through But decks. you just said there's so many things you want to start. Right. You know what I'm saying? Usually we out there working, you know, you on the microphone at games, you doing your thing with all you're doing, and it's like, even though you have goals, you don't have time to start them because you have to do what you have to to do what you want to. And so right. that's that's what I mean. Like right yeah. now, I, bro, I was talking. I was yeah, man. I've been um, I've just been on everybody in my family ass. 
all my boys, my friends. It's just been um, a talk. I understand. Let's go through it. Yeah, what we're going through now. After this, what we're going to do? Right. Because in six right. months, we ain't going to cry about this. That's because there's no guarantee now. But if you wanted to open that car wash, or you wanted to, I mean, let's talk about it. Put it on paper. Go through those hard conversations with yourself right now while it's quiet instead of letting other voices, right. you know, come in. But that, that's my goal, man, is to accomplish as much as I can in this crazy time. See, I'm, I'm there with you guys. Like, I'm there, and then 7 p.m. hits, and then it's just silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, that's, I mean, it's over. I mean, 7 p.m., I'm, I'm pouring my drink right then. Seven, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> 7 p.m., and I'm just like, tick, tock, tick. Like, I take showers now to, to give me an activity. Like, let me... I'll just go re-shower. Well, you also just found out about floss, apparently, so... Yeah, oh, yeah I, never, I never flossed before. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell, don't, hey. This, this, don't brag about that one. Don't brag. No, no. Yeah, I, I, I well, no, so what, what happened was I wasn't bragging about the nothing. flossing, but I was like, yeah, I just bought those things you use to get stuff in between your teeth. And Angel goes, he didn't even know the name mm-hmm. of it. Right. So never toothpick so nothing. Just, nah. Just, mm-hmm. well, it's just crowded <laughs> up in your gums. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ricky, to your point. <laughs> To your point, Ricky is very funny and kind of like just kind of combining it. I was hosting um, the symposium with this doctor that uh, specializes in mental health and she was just talking to different uh, college coaches and um, anybody that's within that realm just about how to stay active because they're now doing uh, training online and, you know, talking to their athletes um, basically through Zoom calls like everybody else. But she said you have to treat this um, like you're a cocoon instead of a prison. And so you have that mentality of like, once I break out of here, it's on. Like I'm going straight to the club or is it, okay, I grew in this moment. And so what am I going to implement? Like once we get out there. So I know I don't go around all the time with Ricky saying I'm looking out the window and honestly I'm looking out the window right now, but there's a like window that tells me each day, like what day we are in the quarantine. But then also just setting up a schedule, like you said, Chris is like, is hella important. So taking Harvard classes online, trying to learn Spanish for the 19th time, or, you know, I'm probably going to buy a guitar. Okay, I'll, I'll get the guitar, Ricky, but I think hey, it's Chris, like you wanna, very you wanna, interesting. Hey, Chris, you want to be in our band? Because I got her monica, yeah, you got the, the, the trumpet, I'm she doing got the, the flute, guitar. guitar. Chris? I, th- I think we lost Chris. Oh, my bad. My face was against the mute. I, 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 played, the, I played the watch like, for Coronavirus got him. Like coronavirus got him, y'all. The first, he had the crossroads. God, they didn't got Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 12 minutes in, he's gone. I miss uh, my Uncle Charles, y'all. Let me, let me ask y'all guys something. Have y'all, I haven't done this, so I'm not going to front. But I've been hearing people say this, and I think it works. But I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. Um, people putting like dressing up in the house. Like I do. Huh? Yeah. I, d- I just yeah. told Ricky, I was, sit- I was sitting down because it's been a while since I like curled my hair, like put on makeup. I was like, wait, time out. I almost lost it. I was for a second. I got up and I was like, I was supposed to wear this suit. I was supposed to wear this dress for this game. And I got dressed up, put on my red bottoms, and just started walking around now. I felt so much better. I promise you, I felt like a new person. Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't say that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, no, I honestly, well, like, this is... On my end, I guess I sound as crazy. I told her I bought 14 different color underwear boxers and 14 different shirts, and I, I wear 
a shirt per day for the color. So it helps me know what day of the week it is. So like red is like Friday, black is a certain color, and that that's about all. Um, but no, nah, I'm not really doing the wearing a full suit and walking around. Like, are you looking in the mirror, Angel? I'm going back to you. Like, are you strutting? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like, okay, I feel good. Like, look good, feel good. That's that's the mentality I had at that moment. And I'm not saying I need that every day, but for a minute I was just like, I'm tired of wearing sweatpants. Every single day it was like I almost started feeling the way I was dressed. Mm. Just like real chill, real just, there's nothing to get excited about. So I had <laughs> yeah. to change that up. Okay, okay. Well, maybe I'll try because I'm not going to lie. I got like four good <laughs> pair of sweatpants that I wear and probably eight good T-shirts. And I just, um, that's that's like my home uniform anyway. So I just realized how bummy I am at home. And uh, I was thinking about doing something. But I don't, I don't know because once I get, I feel like once I get dressed up or put something on, then I'm going to get depressed. Like, I was just about I to say. Yep, yep, yep. I just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> literally, all, literally all dressed up with nowhere to go. Like, there's never been more true. And the history of the world is that phrase. It's kind of sad, though. Right. kind of sad, though. But right. you get dressed up for these little battles that we have on IG now. I'm not going to. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I officially, I love everybody. And I might take back what I'm saying. I might take it back. So We only got, we only got six I'm listeners. Done. You good. I'm, I'm done with every no. I might I might take it back. This is case, but I'm done with every battle in the world, man. I, for the Teddy and 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 for the Teddy and, and Babyface, I went to the first one. Um, <laughs> you say I went made, to the first one. So <laughs> for the first, one, I had my bar right. I had man. I had liquor. I had I had other people Facetime and my brother Facetime me on some Zoom. I had a phone with my with my boys partying, ready to drink and watch and watching and I at the house and then I couldn't get on, man. I was so mad at my kids. They they started like laughing, looking at the iPad, what's wrong? And so I was about to fight the whole house that night and I said, you know what, yeah, I'm not I'm not dressing up or preparing for no more of this, um no more of this. Even though the second one was a good battle though. But yeah. Yeah, even though they ended it battling from their own page, it was on right. <laughs> Go to my page now, y'all. I'll be right back. Yo, Babyface yeah, hit him with the. He was like, "Oh, you is, is that a remix?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, <laughs> "I don't do remixes." Don't, oh yeah, I don't do remixes. <laughs> now, Babyface was so he was so cool, man. I mean, he's sixty-two was, years old. How old is he? Move with when he pulled out the guitar, though. I was like, yeah, oh. man, this is. He still got it. He had the candles yeah. and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So we got it. We got it. We is actually you made our own segue. Uh, Angel, you take it away. Well, okay. You kind of said you weren't going to do any more challenges, which is kind of sad uh, because we have our own little challenge. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. <laughs> okay. We do. Hold on. Hold on. I, said I wasn't going to watch any challenges. So we were just, you know, we had so much time on our hands. I was just kind of skimming through, uh, you know, online. Not just entertainers, rappers, singers, but rappers, singers that are in the NBA or were in the NBA. And of course, we know you you have your song with Corrupt, Gangsta Gangsta. And I actually, I actually like this. Corrupt. And I, even a I little sketch. I watched the music video this morning. I was like, look at this. This is like. Even a little, even a little, uh, the little, the little tiny uh, sketch you did with Naughty by Nature. Oh man! I'm just in the lab. Nobody remembers. Oh, bro! I'm telling you, I was. You was like, I'm just in the lab. All right. Okay. Can I get a verse? Can I get? I remember the whole. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I got no verse. I'll send y'all some beats to play on the podcast, though. No, 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 no. We don't. We we don't play music. However, oh, uh, but they my beats. You don't have to pay for them. I'll send them to you. <laughs> Which I don't know where you going right now trying to get me no <laughs> Actually, we do. Actually, while you're joking, we do need music. <laughs> Put some trumpet on there. We got you. Uh, what do you rank? Yeah, your, what yeah. do you? What do you rank yourself? Uh, top ten rappers, uh, current or otherwise, in the NBA or play um, in the NBA. Well, um, man, I haven't. Um, I'm yeah. So I've been making beats for a lot of for a lot of artists that type of thing, but bro, I haven't um, I haven't rhymed or like put put together anything since since that album I did in DC. And the funny story about that album is I would have so the, when I lived in DC, it was a great time, you know, um, it was a great time, and uh, that's when Howard still is popping, Howard popping, you know, Biggie wrote about the homecomings and all the times the brothers had there and everything. It was a great time. So I would let artists come by my house and record. The only thing I would say is, man, if you're going to record, I'm a super fan. Either you're going to record with me or you're going to let me watch this process. I'm going to have my drink right here and I'm just going to watch everything you do. I ain't going to say nothing. I ain't going to bother you, but, you know, I want to be around as geniuses. So um, I was injured in Washington and I had a whole season off because I dislocated my shoulder. And that's when, you know, Every athlete wants to be a um, entertainer, and most of the entertainers I know are athletes. Don't want to be, and so during that time, it was you know I had time to write. The album came out, and or the album was about to come out, and the the week before it came out, I, I put a kibosh on it. Um, so the album never was released. So a lot of people are like, yeah, I got the album, or this and that, and, I'm, and they do, and so they y'all bootleg my shit, and I, I just want y'all to know I know that, but um, I didn't let the album come out, and so. After saying all that, where do I rank myself? I rank myself. Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you literally took us down the street, turned the block, saw the driveway, <laughs> and then turned around. You, you gonna release the album? Like what? That, no, no, so you say I didn't release it. I was like, wait, let me tell you why. Can you release a song? Like what? Let me. So the reason why I didn't release the album, man, is that um, at the time it was. I thought it was dope. Too much drama. It was. Thing, talking about things that went on, you know, friends. I I gone through a world when friends were passing, but dying. It was coming to that age, you know, when you're like 23, 24, when you can kind of sit back and assess the first part of your life, those type of things. So it was so much, it was so much uh, cussing on the album at that time. Like I, I never heard my mother cuss, and so it was so much cussing on the album um, that I didn't want her to hear it. Understood. And so, Understood. you know what I'm saying? And so, really, like, everybody thought I was crazy. Direct coming here because it was independent. Like, I wanted to put my own album. I wanted to say my own words. I mean, I got videos with Method, like, crazy videos. And we did the project, and um, it was just something, bro. It was just like, I can't do this. It was just like, I, it was bro, almost like being bro, a grown man. Like, I can't let my mommy hear me say No, I, I trust, <laughs> trust me. I get it. I, I, I block my parents from social media. Like, I don't tell them when I'm doing comedy gigs. However, you got to release the Method Man. Like, you got to do like a throwback Thursday. Yeah, and, and, yeah, so we got this little documentary coming out, okay, hopefully, uh, okay. next season. And so, okay. yeah, I'm going to pull I'm gonna pull everything out the vault then, you know what I'm saying? So, I'll you, make sure I come back on with so you, you top five. You're saying you're top five. You, you, or let's do this, Angel. You got of the course, list. Of course, of course. I remember talking to Kobe about this one day. I mean, and him was laughing, like, I don't know, we were freestyling somewhere something. And, um, man, yeah, we were freestyling somewhere something. And um, we were talking about, like, who was the best, uh, 
who are the best uh, rappers alive. But I do have to shout out Shaq because, mm-hmm. in my opinion, he's the first <laughs> he's the first basketball player to rap. And you know because you know at that time you know it was just different times when you're born. But the song he did, um, you can't stand the rain. Oh, that, was, that was hot. Biggie. Oh. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard. I got a I got a song that I guess wasn't released with the roots. Um, in the sunshine. With Biggie? No, I mean with uh, Shaq and Shaq and the Root. Yeah, called in the sunshine. He did it with Common too. And I I didn't know it was. If you look it up, uh, it's on like SoundCloud, but it's like it, it's hot. Is 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 Black Thought Common and Shaq? Shaq, hey man, let me tell you something about you. So still, like my my answer to my question is I'm the dopest of all time. Everybody. So you're number one. But. I mean, you better. I mean, you don't start battles. Don't start no beef. No, I'm saying you. I'm saying so it's like, you, then Damian Leonard. Like, like coming it, up. It's you, Damian Leonard, then Shaq. I mean, if I'm Damian Leonard, I'm saying it's me. If I'm Shaq, I'm saying it's me. And if I'm yeah. me, I'm saying it's me. So no, everybody no, no. should say it's me. But I'm, no, but I'm saying. You're saying I'm, I'm better just, on yourself. So I'm saying you are first. Dame, Dame is second. Would you say Dame is second? <laughs> I don't know who's taking time. I'm just talking about me. So I feel. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't don't talk no peace, man. No, I mean rap battles we we live through. I remember going. You know, I you know, um, I presented at the Source Awards where all that you know stuff started. So I'm I'm kind of leery of beef, yeah. man. You know? <laughs> Yo. Okay, so if you could though, if you can uh-huh. see two people go against each other, we already talked about the Teddy and the baby face and all the other challenges we've seen. If you could see two NBA players current right now go against each other, who would it be? Right, like rhyming or music or hooping or anything? I would say, no, 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 no. Like rapping, going at it like, Ron, Ron, who do you think would would take it? Well, I I love Dave Dollar, you know. I love AI. Um, AI code, too. Um, And I'm sure there's a lot of other people that... um, there's a lot of other people in it, but I, I would say Dame and uh, AI. What Jack about, and Dame would be a good one. They know they have one. What about what, what about? It's cold. Is, is Shumper cold? Shumper, you know what Shumper looked like? He could write. I, I oh. never heard. Shumper <laughs> looked like he could write. <laughs> he looks like he can write. <laughs> yeah, no, he looked like he could write rhymes. <laughs> Yo, what up, Shumper? Shumper ain't falling for it. What up, Shumper? What up, what, what, what about what about what about Ron Artest? Now Ron, Ron was cold. Ron was, Ron was cold, but you know, he QB. He got that, you know, he, he, he got that, you know, that, that QB Ron style. Ron, Ron was cold. That's what I'm saying. I don't really know, you know, it, it's funny. It was a, um, it was something I didn't do, but it had to be early 90s where they made a soundtrack. Yeah, but they, I said, didn't they make an album? Yeah. Now you're going to have me Googling this after I get off with y'all. It was oh, like a pandemonium or something like that. Yeah, it was like an yeah. album, Angel. They, they had, it was like I, more than a game I or something like that. Like, I was like, they too soft, son. I ain't gonna be on there. They too soft. They too soft. They ain't talking. <laughs> I want to see Lance Stevenson go again. Okay. okay. <laughs> Steven Jackson. For some odd reason, I think that that would be the funniest thing ever. Ooh, Stag Jack probably got barred somewhere with him or something. You know, oh, that that would yeah, be a good one. Yeah. Lance Stevenson. Yeah, that that'd be. You know what? No, you know what? I put Nate Robinson up. I don't even know if he can run. Oh, yeah. I'm about to say. Nate Robinson is probably the funniest, one of the funniest, craziest athlete people I've ever met. Like, he, you're around him. Like, he should be a comedian. He should be a writer. He should be a singer. Like, he, he just has a personality. So, I would put him up against anybody, too. I, I, I would go, I would go in, in, the, in the same vein as you. I don't know if he raps or not. But I'm going Baron Davis. 
in the sense that. Oh no, no. Okay, let me take that back. That dude. Baron got bars. <laughs> oh my Baron god. He the same way. He the same way to me. Baron is the same way to me as um Nate Robinson. They just talented man. Baron. Yeah. He's probably too talented. Baron sent, he, me a, he Baron sent me a script, and I don't want to give it away, but I didn't know if it was a, a parody or not, but it was like, it was just crazy. Like, I was like, who, yeah. who thinks of this type of stuff? Like, yeah. He, he, he out there, dog. He, got, yeah. he out there. Yeah. That, like that, you know what? That's the best compliment. way to say it. That's the best way to say it. Like, his, yeah, hair, some, his hair sometimes, <laughs> like, like, what? Is that a Jerry Curl? Like, what? Baron, what you. Oh yeah, no Jerry Curl. You ain't seen him on the internet, Jerry. Yeah, uh, with Jerry Curl roller skating. I did. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, this is a time when like him and his people like they they had me come in and to, like to be a writer for him and we 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 working on some stuff. But it was like, like I don't know if I'm laughing with you at you to get like I don't like are you here? Right. But then it's like he'll He's look away. Right. Nah, He's I, in on the joke though. Yeah, is, he, is he? Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's in on the joke. He knows it. Yeah, he's in on it. Because part of it is it's almost, you know what it is? It's almost like he's a, um, it's almost like he's a, the dude from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, that's Larry Davis. I was thinking more like, I was thinking, I was thinking like more individual, like punked. Like, he's on it. You don't know if you're okay. in on it or you're not in on it. Like, the meeting we had, like, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll text you guys, but the, the subject of this show was like, <laughs> Uh, and I was like giving him advice and he was like yeah 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 but I literally was purposely thinking of the craziest ideas I could think of he was like yeah exactly and I'm like whoa like, yeah. this, this is no that's him though. and he believes in it and he'll make it work and he believes in you yeah, no, that's what it was. Asked you to be part yeah, of it. He that, really believed. You know, it. that's a million percent what it was. Like to this day, like yeah, you, you're right. Um, Angel, I'm gonna go a little off the off the off the cuff here. It's a safe space here, Chris. It's only us listening to this now. Um, I have my own. I have my own verses that I think would be amazing. It's a combo though, and it, the, your first answer. I know what you guys are gonna say, but you gotta just just let it breathe. Will Smith versus Ice Cube. Five songs each. Five movies each. Who you got? So first of all, shout out to Will Smith, pioneer. But Ice Cube to me is um is maybe the most disrespected rapper um, mm. in the history of rap. Maybe him and Ice Cube. So I'm from Detroit, where we listen to everything. So when I grew up, everybody would would tease us from Detroit, talking about y'all know who E40 is, or we knew Too Short. I think him and um Kid Rock did a song like '86. My favorite rapper, by the and, way. My favorite rapper, by the way, growing up was Boss. No, there you go. Yeah. I don't ever want yeah. to So anyway, and Top Authority, so, and Top like, Authority, and Top Authority. You know what I'm saying? So those rappers, like, so Cube to me, for me, for me, N.W.A. That group, I love them. Every single song, you got to remember. Then you had Renz album. Then you had this person album. Then you had this person album. Then you had to the beat with um, all of them. And then it was um, boom, 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 boom. When Ice went um, uh, to Easy E, then he went to Cleveland yeah. and got them young fellas out of there, and they was crazy with it. Then and then Cube song fourteen, I believe, on his album. Oh yeah, it ain't over. And when he said that and dropped No Vaseline and yeah. killed the whole crew. I mean, people don't realize how hard he is, like Hungry Little Devil. Or, people don't realize the songs that Cube did. Nobody out here, nobody is harder than Cube was. I don't even know if Public Enemy at what time is harder than what Cube last album was. So well, they're, me, they're not together anymore, but that's a whole different story. They did that weird. Well, yeah, right, right. But the play said there is no Public Enemy. <laughs> yeah. Without, yeah. But, but uh, yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go Cube. 
just because I'm a big Q fan. But did you, you know, did you include the movie part though? Will's movies are some of the biggest in the world. I'm, I'm saying it's a combo. Oh no! no. Uh, you, how are you gonna do that? That's what no, I just no, did. I said it's no. I'm saying. I'm saying. You you, take it. That's we we got nothing but free time. You got to take Will's five I know, movies. No, he's thinking all these arguments. When, man, you can't go against Will Smith in the movies, man. I, that's, you know what's funny? That's why it's a good debate. I cried. I cried like a baby. In, in the movie when he was with his son and they in the um they start playing like it's a giraffe. I can't even talk. I mean like it's a uh, dinosaur. You know what I'm talking about? When when he played like it's dinosaurs, they were you know he was looking for a job. Oh my god! Like I cry every time. I like I can't. So yeah, Will Smith to me. Yeah, I, damn. You put it like that. I yeah. It's a combo. You got to You got to I've done this for uh, Michael and uh, Jamel. Like, this is literally our biggest debate. Like, if you take Will for his movies and TV and music, he was the first one to win a Grammy, first hip-hop artist. Uh, first Prince of Bel-Air was probably the first hip-hop. It was. It, it opened up the way for hip-hop shows, like, on TV. LL had In the House and all that stuff. But then you got Q with NWA. You got Q with um, Boys in the Hood, which is one of the biggest influential mm-hmm. movies probably in all time for, like, for us. Yeah, and then he went to the children's movies. He flipped it on that, so I'm like, it, it's not a. It, yeah. and, and and with Cuban Latifa, like Queen Latifah is one of my favorite people. Just to go off on a tangent for them, for people, um, for my nephews and them to know Queen Latifah just is a beautiful black woman. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like they didn't even know she was a rapper. They didn't even know you and I. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, the fact yeah. that Cube did that and people think like. Hey, daddy, there goes the right, guy right, from, right, um, right. that's my Are car. We, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know. He's the hardest, coldest killer ever. But uh, I, I would have to say, <laughs> I definitely got to say Will Smith then, bro. Because mm-hmm. what Will Smith did, in my opinion, along with Cool J, is that they did like what AI did for my brothers that had braids in the work office. Like, it, it took away the um, <laughs> stereotype and scariness. It let you see, like, wait, it's a guy like you out there. And when, when, um, when Will Smith was on TV, and, and let's, I mean, let's be real, that was NBC before 50,000 yeah. people yeah. shows. Um, he's coming on the primetime spot. He's somebody like that our parents like, all the way to what kids like. And he never was a sellout. He was just a good guy. That's what I really like about, you know, him. I used to get in trouble calling his uh, 800 numbers back in the day, I think, like middle school. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. He's taking the money from us. Yeah, you don't remember that he had that uh, the rap line. Nah. You don't remember that he had a, a line you could call him rap. So I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Q. I'm gonna go with. You just nah, switched okay. three times. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go with Will. I'm gonna go with Will. Okay, I'm gonna go with Will. You going with Will? I think so. But then let me ask you this: yeah. you're gonna put me in that. Can I ask y'all a question? Yeah. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you one too. I mean, and I told you it's, it's called Random Acts of Podcast. So okay, come on, good. We, we no, here, I like man. this. This is our. This is what I like. You should, if you'd have called me like one in the morning and we had taped it, you'd have had a better one. Too. Oh, I, I, I well, we, 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 we'll, you know what? You got an open invite, but we have something for you too. But we'll, we'll leave that. Well, I got okay. you. I got you. Let me ask you this. Uh, as far as comedians go. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I'm going to give you some comedians. I'm going to throw in some random names. By the way, Angel, he's a, he's a huge comedy fan. Like, huge, we, that's actually how we first talked for hours. Huge fan of comedy, yeah. the backstories, all that stuff. Like, he, he, want, he wanted me to actually make fun of him, which is weird. He was like, just go ahead, give me some jokes on me. But anyway, proceed. Yeah, okay, okay, here we go. So, all right, one of the funniest people I've ever seen, and, and everybody always kills me on this, but I am not lying, is Mark Curry. Mark Curry is one of the funniest guys I've ever seen, but he goes off the head. Okay. Let's go to your boy, um, 
um, D.L. Hughley. Mm-hmm. He was one of the funniest guys I've seen, but it was, I mean, he freestyled about people in the audience. Mm-hmm. He was crowd work. He, to audience. me, he's one of the best crowd work comedians okay. maybe ever okay. to me. Okay. Now, so what is, who, how can I put it the way you put it? Because you screwed me up by saying it. Okay. Okay. Oh, here I go. Here I go. Who's the best storyteller, the top two storytellers of all time in comedy? You want me to go first? Or Ricky, you're the you, Come on, you don't get scared. No, I'm not I, I think Dave Chappelle and Richard okay. Pryor. Oh, wait, come on. You know what? Can I ask a Dave serious Chappelle question? Dave Chappelle is the best storyteller I've heard. And mm-hmm. I think it's between Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. The way they deliver and just like draw you in and will bring it full circle. Like something they brought up. You know, at the top of the show, and they'll bring it back like in the middle. Mm-hmm. I think they're some of the greatest of all time. Uh, mm. This is hard, man. Uh, right. And and I agree with you, Dave Spell, because I love how he tells his story. I always tell him it's right. like sitting in a class with him. He'll tell you something like how he started off the joke, and then you come back in like you brought all that back together to make exactly. Well, he's intent. Like he's insanely like smart. Like I, yeah, that's yeah. one thing that I enjoy about him too. It's just not like this talking to dad. Like he knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like life experience that everybody can relate to. Yeah. Are and we, if yeah. you didn't know about it, he'll put you in a space where he's unapologetically like, yeah. like honest. Like he's going to say what's happening, whether you want to, you know, deny it or whatever. Anybody so I, I, yeah, and yeah. it can be political. It can be like you know race. You know, yeah. it's whatever. And that that's something I appreciate about him. Are we going like storytelling or stand up? Oh, here we go. Technical. No, 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 no. Storytelling because I'm on, no, because, no, because, and I know you party with him and anybody that, that, that has been in LA or, or just whatever. Storytelling, not stand up wise, and not saying he's not great at stand up, but storytelling wise, like just, just hanging around, whatever. I got to go Jamie Foxx. Only because he could do voices. And he has so many crazy mm-hmm. stories. He can go in and out. His, 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 his inflections, like he, because he, most, uh, well, let me ask you this. It's, it's a big argument. I'm not going to say what side I'm on, that people that do impressions aren't comedians. No, no, no. I dis- I disagree with that. Okay. Because if if the point of a comedian is to make you laugh, right. like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to mess up the names. I hate doing this. Um, but the brother Pharaoh. Yeah. Right? Yep. So I was watching him and um, somebody go back and forth. Um, Maybe I crack it. Yeah, yeah, man. And they were doing DMX classic. and everything else. Uh-huh. And but so but I would meet to me, to me that's ahead. a gift because wasn't that how you were like raised on comedy from like I don't know, I'm making up names. Rickles or Miles Mays. Like I don't know. I don't know, but isn't that a part of It is. Oh, I, I think it is. I think okay. it's it's, okay. it's different comedy. I mean you have stand up comedies, you have comedy writers, you have even uh Weird Al Yankovic, like doing uh satire songs. Like it, you said it at the end of the day is entertainment and comedy. You have even magicians that do comedy. Um but I would go Bernie Mac as well. I think Bernie Mac's again. Yeah. I, I like yeah. I like inflections. I like mind you. I, see, Dave Chappelle to me is the best. He's the best. He might be top three best of all time. But if you're going storytelling, I it's some with Bernie's voice. Like Bernie has that uncle. Like you just sit around yeah. and you just yeah. you know, tell you yeah. how it is. Like you just and you can relate to it. It's so like yeah. it's not yeah. a, it's not yeah. a gimmick. It's not a draw. Like you felt like yeah. Bernie Mac could just sit with you. Yeah. Which um. Man, we, we had guy on, guy guy Tori, and he was telling us on the set of Life, 
that he said that no matter what, everyone just cried around Bernie. Like no matter what it was, like yeah. when it was like action, <laughs> it was like cut. He's like Bernie, like big 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 yeah, he, yeah. He said he said everybody would just crowd around and he would just he would just rag on you. He would just joke and he was like to the point where like Martin and, and Eddie, of course, were the stars and that was like a great movie. Which we have another mm-hmm. question for you. Which, uh, see, tangents, whatever. We're going to do whatever. Uh, better we movie. We got time. We got time. Better, got time. Better, 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 I want to hear your opinion on this. Better movie. And I'm going to come back. Better movie to you, Life or Coming to America? Because I got beat up for okay. this. Okay. All right. First of all, I'm going to do it like this. Okay. So this 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 random act. We can keep going on tangents. Yeah. This, I'm going to answer that. I'm going to answer that when you answer this. Well, the most, to me, the most comedians ever in a movie, black comedians, and you know, to the history that I know, yeah. had to be... Had to be in Harlem Nights. Yeah, or you, that's the truth. That's the truth. Right? Right? It had to be in Harlem Nights or Life. Agree. It had to be. Okay, okay. And in saying that, man, with this, okay, the physical comedy, like when my man ran to go get the pie, <laughs> past the gun line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and then Bernie Mac got mad and walked to see his boy. He was like, leave me alone and walked over. You better eat the cornbread. F me. I mean, so I mean, I, I don't. I mean, life. Those, those two are my favorite. I got. Know, I got. Me and Angel got life. Me and Angel got like we. Cause to me, coming to America, and I, I got beat up, and people didn't understand what I was saying this online. But I'm like, coming to America didn't stand the test of time. If you took a 20 year old that never knew about him, you put him, you watch him side by side. Coming to America is funny to us because it was funny during the time. Like it was funny to Jerry Curl, the jokes we got him. Like coming to America is the most, most probably epic movies ever. But to me, life. If you put on life right now. Yeah, like you okay, missing parts, you Life get more parts. Favorite. Oh, it's hilarious! Like Claude in the no. upper room. Hey, when he say, when he say, uh, why for, why, why come, why for you look over here at me like that? When they both in the uh, room and they old, they live at the guy house. And he was like, man, go to your side. He was like, I come over there, I'll piss on you, you mother. You know, hey, he said, now put the sheets on you. <laughs> exactly. <I'm> like, <laughs> like when the dude had the drugs, and he's like, oh no, I don't want none of that. You know what? You know how that get in here? You know what I'm saying? So that. Probably but it was sad though. It was. It was. I would put it like this. It was sad at the end, man. Like with them in the baseball thing, it was cool, but and it was real funny. But bro. it was sad, man. They went to jail for something they ain't do, bro, man. Bro, probably once, <laughs> probably once, probably once a day, I, I yell out, "I was happy." Nah, I was happy. No, when he say, when he say, I come, he say, I just bust up in that box. <laughs> <room." laughs> or even my and then he tried to take it down. And gee, he's a coach. <laughs> well, when they start, mine was when they start reading the letter. He's like, "Oh, he dead too." <laughs> that is that is how that's better than the boom Rooney because that was hilarious. He said, "Anybody else want to?" Anybody be like, "No, no, no, we good." No, no, no. The most left on part though is when they were like when he <laughs> they beat me to my socks, and then he asked me he's like, "You still got that two dollars?" I still to this day as my best yeah. friend. Oh, man. But my, but my argument to you, and not to, I mean, we, we're in a society, and I know you do a great job of it on, on TV, but if we big up something, we're always looks like we're, we're deading something else. My only argument with you with um, Harlem Nights is that it was Eddie's way of giving back to older comedians. So it was. And I love that for that aspect. And it's going to sound like I'm bashing right. something, right. but they weren't at their prime. Right. Like, you you knew yeah. Richard yeah. Pryor already yeah. looked like he got burned on Sunset Strip. He yeah. looked like Red Fox, you yeah. know, his hands was stuck. So it was it was a little bit forked yeah. where life was like they just yeah. going. Like it's it, it, it's yeah. like the all star. Like I don't even know. We we actually asked guy that. We was like, I don't even know if they could do something. I don't even know if it's that type of that many comedians of that Come different on, genres man. now. No, 
like this, and to me, so first of all, you're right. So shout out to Eddie because I love it when whatever generation it is now pays back through their resources to the older generation. And Eddie owed it. I don't know nothing about them, but I know he owed it to Red Fox and Richard Pryor and mm-hmm. whoever else because they, they put it down, you know, put it down for him. And um, by him doing that, dog, it was it was an honor. And even though, like you say, it was old and this and that and, and everything, it still was a moment and he let them shine and it was like, I'm going to give y'all y'all curtain call and the respect y'all deserve with so we could pass it down to our kids. And I love that. Cause what I, he did with with the other movies, man, even, I'm going to tell you something just to change the subject, man. Listen, I walked out the movie. This crazy. One of my favorite movies, man. My wife took me there and I was like, oh, no, I can't do it. I never walked, I don't even know if I walked out of a movie before. And now if Norbit come on, I can't even turn the camera. <laughs> Norbert is my Norbert is my so, anyway, Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy's uh, I'm the only one of my fa- no my sisters my sisters both my sisters independently swear it's one of the funny they said the same thing you did they were like you no, have to rewatch no. it they said oh no no power tap no no no, no. yeah shout out to the way who's the funniest who's the funniest uh, comedy family would it be the way like I don't know enough about comedy you might have to put me up uh, or, or the Tory <laughs> how about Guy and Joe that's another one uh, Guy and Joe, it's only two of them. It's like thirty-seven wins. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I was just about to say, well, like, you got the Murphys. You, know, you, you got the Murphys. You, you, nah. yeah, yeah, Charlie, Charlie. Well, look, yeah. you know, I'm gonna answer that, but let, let me, let me, let me go backwards for a second. This is the, the, the angel okay. and, and you. Um, do you? Could you see a movie where? I already know my answer, but you can you see a movie where Chris Tucker, Kevin Hart, uh, Dave Chappelle, like like life to me couldn't wouldn't happen in today's times. <laughs> No, because we're going to be humble. We're going to be humble and play the role that that's the thing about, you know, Bernie Mac and what I've heard about him through family and friends is that, um, and in in basketball, I'll bring it back to the sport. You always have to feel this way. I've always felt that, like, if I was on the all-star team, it could be Jordan, it could be this person, it could be that person, but Mm -hmm. I fit into where I fit in and I'm the best at what I fit in and I do. Jordan might be the best. Um, Tumbo might be the best blocker and what he does, but I think you have to have that confidence. And a lot of times, brother, whether it's business or other things, I see that like a true confidence stops brothers from working together because everybody has to play a different role. And if my role is as important with you as yours, but um, it seems smaller or I don't have as many 20 lines or I have to do this, it seems right. like no one wants take that chance. How did y'all, how did, the, you know, I'm about to do a little bit of real journalism here as a non, the only non-journalist on this call. How did y'all do that at 18 years old in college? Bro, it was, uh, it was real. Like what we did in college was real. But I'm saying, how did so, you, how, I, I, what I mean is like how we did it was like, it was real. Like, um, I'm the oldest of five kids and there's four boys and one girl. And so as the oldest, I always had to learn how to let someone else shine. Or as the oldest, my parents would say, hey, man, you know, it's your turn, but hey, it's your brother's day or it's this person's day. So you understand how to play a family role, a team role. So a family role is we hope the whole family get it, and today just might be your day. That's, that's how it was with us in Michigan. We knew who the better player was at this. We knew who did this, 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 this better. We knew who did that, but it was a sincere love. I've known Jalen since I was 12 years old. Like, we, we have been through battles that, that in our mind were small in Michigan because when you're 13 going up against your hero Steve Smith or something 
or Derek Coleman and you're 13 and they're 18. That's the biggest battle in your life. Right. You know, and so when you come through battles together or, you know, Juwan, he really recruited us there. And the fact that, you know, he was from Chicago and we had love. We could drive four hours to Chicago and we would hang out with him. And, like we were really, Juwan was my friend before I went to Michigan. I was, the one of the reasons why I went there is because Juwan on friendship really made me go. Really said, like, look, this is what we could do. You tripping. All five of us could start. This is what's happening now. And then when we met Ray and Jimmy, it was just a commitment. I really, I really can't put it to you any other way except I was telling my nephew the other day, I was like, if we didn't go through, if I wasn't born when I was born in Detroit, if I didn't go through what I went through, I don't know if, even if I had the same talent, I don't know if it would have been what it was because it was those type situations from vacation Bible school to your mother making you shovel the snow across the street to, you know, Jalen's mother telling me, do this, getting in trouble. My father getting mad at him, getting him in trouble, getting mad at John. Like, it was family. So when it came to, like, going on before the before the game, I would just put us in the huddle and say, our parents are watching. Our mama's watching. Ain't nobody going to beat us in front of our mama. Not too much, you know. So it was that family feel to where if it is a movie and I have to be Bernie Mac today, I'll be Bernie Mac if I have to be – Anthony Anderson and I got the cornbread scene where I'm just going to steal out. It's like everybody knew their value. And we knew that no matter who was the best, who was the worst, that we were better with all of us around. Like we sincerely knew that and wanted that and wanted the world to know that we were a group because we could stand on our own in any city, anywhere else. But we wanted to be with people that shared that burden and shared that pressure. And so that's why I worked, man, because we really loved each other first. And then kind of had the chip on our shoulder after that. Did you guys know how big you were? You know, it's funny. No. I look back to the docs and everybody's like, yeah, man, we ain't no, man. It wasn't, yeah. Dude, we ain't even have a TV in our dorm this room. This before Twitter, Instagram. Like, I'm saying, like, yeah, I was just about I, to say, with I Twitter, had, though, y'all would have been crazy. I didn't have a pair of shorts. <laughs> I didn't thank have a pair God. Of, yeah. First of all, thank God we didn't have Twitter. That, we <laughs> would, yeah, you'd be talking about something else like that, but. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was, um, we knew only because, like, if you, like, back then, you know, because if you walked into a mall, and you're tall, so people are going to know, or look at you first, but, you know, if you're out of town and people say, hey, I saw you, or this, that, like, one time we went on a, a trip or after our freshman year to Europe, and people over there knew us, and we were like, we don't know how big this is, but this thing's pretty big that we're in another country and people are saying, yeah, you know, but we, we didn't know. I, I still don't think y'all. I still don't think you understand the impact. Like I had a guy on my Facebook feed who, who works with athletes, works with celebrities. He he gave me ten questions to ask. He asked about the the the, the turnaround dunk, the spin around dunk. Uh, I don't even know what he was talking about. The All Star game, a rookie something. You did oh, a three sixty. Yeah, yeah he, <laughs> he had a whole list of things. He said he used to almost literally get jumped because he was in middle of middle of, of, of America, and he said that he was looked upon very white. He said he, he didn't know any black people growing up, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But he took the y'all culture, so he was, you know, looked at as, 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 as a thug or whatever. Mind you, he was like, mm-hmm. I didn't do nothing. But he's like, I had the black shoes. I had the socks. He's like, I had that, that stuff. And here I'm in, in little middle of America, like, because I love – Fat five so much. So uh, the the okay. impact, even not just for basketball, man. This is telling Angel like jokingly why I was like nervous. I mean, we cool, but it's like just the impact. I remember myself watching. I remember that Sports Illustrator with with, with y'all in, in the middle of your hand. Like it was the first thing that like Jordan. I've always Jordan's cool. He's a basketball, you know, like the ball heads. I wasn't doing that. He's a little older, but the fat five, the baggy shorts, like it was just things that 
the, it wasn't just the basketball part of it. I didn't come down and try to do your moves or whatever, but it was like the baggy shorts, the black socks. It was the shoes, the ball head. Like, those are cultural culture. things, yeah. yeah. And to me, y'all or were the first the people that did it stuff culturally. Yeah. So for me, it was it's like... movement. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, I just go back to like me in eighth grade, just like, oh my, see what I'm just... And you, with the scrawl, you walk down, like after you dunk on somebody, it's like, I'd never <laughs> seen that before. Like seriously, man. But you like, gonna say eighth grade doesn't really make me be that old though. Uh, to make sure <laughs> everybody know. Yeah. Grade, that's how you're like we were trying out. to figure out how old Ricky is. Yeah, I, I did. So, so it was an inside joke because I, I purposely just throw out random dates and she tries to calculate them. So I'll be like, yeah, when life came out, I was in, I was a kindergarten. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but for me, that's, that, that, that whole thing, man, which is, mind you, I'm from Cleveland, bro. Like, we Ohio State. So, them Jim Jackson, like, I was pissed. Because remember, yeah. y'all came out of nowhere. That's what the Funderburg, like, we were supposed to do some, do some damage. And these freshmen came out of nowhere. Then the next year, it was like, Yo, y'all went against the great white hype. It was like it, that whole thing. Was so just... shout out to Ohio because so two things. One, we didn't know how big we were, but we knew we were representing the culture. That's one thing we knew. Like you got to look at that time period, right? The time period, early '90s. So we coming out the '80s. We coming out of, you know, just say no. We coming out of, you know, like just. We're coming out of tough times, and I mean, as kids, we didn't know this. I just mean what the times was. But you remember how maybe I don't know if you remember like when um when uh, the Wayans family came out with uh, what's this show? Eleven um, Color, Eleven Color, Eleven Color. Yeah. Remember how it would come out on Fox right before the Super Bowl yeah. or that? Like this is that era. This is the area, the era of that. This is the era of like okay, we heard Public Enemy. And now, not necessarily gangster rap, but now we about to take it and get ours. It was something like where it seemed like every black person was inspired to do it. And we felt like we were part of that movement. We felt like whatever was going on around the country, you know, we were part of that. We loved hip hop. So we knew that at our university, it was uh, less than 3%, you know, black people out of 40,000. So we made sure like if it was hip hop array, we, I remember jumping on after we beat Michigan State, jumping on to the scoreboard, and we didn't plan any of this. It was just, we're going to be unapologetically us. I I remember everything we did, because it was like, it was a football school. It was not many, uh, um, not many uh, black and brown people there. Uh, Fraternities and sororities were kind of different where, you know, people didn't know about us walking on campus. They kind of laughing and looking. So we all took this like, okay, yeah, we got something to prove for everyone. And and the thing that even with Brits later and the thing, whatever happened was based off of me being like, this is who we always are and who we always claim to be. So I was about to the world don't love us like people like you and fans and, and people that really embrace us but you were one of us like you were living the same life that's that's why you saw what we were doing but yeah. those that weren't you know we had no love with them it was still with thugs you know how many um niggas we were getting called by um from fans university of michigan fans who huh. wrote in long hair oh my god was no so twitter but they can send you mail <laughs> That's real hate. If you if you write a letter, put a stamp on it, go on. drive down Come to on. the post office. A return <laughs> address. You don't even know if you're going to get it to them. That's just real. That's <laughs> Right. Right. And they still be mad. You know, so that's what we were going through. So we knew in no way where we don't judge. Let, let me ask you this, Chris. Robinson. Let me ask you We knew, though, that no one liked it. Why, yeah. why you guys? You weren't the first blacks. You weren't the first basketball players. Like, why, why, why do you think you guys are not... Uh, any other group or any other college guys? Like, why not the, the UNLV team? Like, why not the – like, why did you guys, I guess, run with it? Or why did you guys embrace it, I guess, if you will? 
because those other shout out to all those other schools because they put a battery in our back. Like you know, with the was great. We did our thing. Let me stop you here. Let me stop you here too because we're random. Mm-hmm. UNLV with Greg Anthony, friend of mine, friend of the show, or yep. your team. As to me, is the two my favorite two college teams of all time. So honestly, you know, being me, I'm definitely gonna say we would have we would have won. Oh, here we go. But, but they're the only team. They're the only team that if I had to go back and put on the jersey, I would fear. Okay. And that's what I mean about you. Just ask why we were who we were. It's because Larry Johnson was my favorite player. Yeah. You know, Derek Coleman was my favorite. I'm about to say that. So I was, like, I was about got, to tell you, my other one was that Syracuse team. My, my three favorite college teams. Come on, was, man. That Syracuse team, Sykes your team, them. that Ronnie Sykes, Sykes. Derm, uh, Sherman Douglas. Like, that that squad was. <laughs> oh, man. Right. So, all of those teams, we were all of those teams. Illinois, when they had everybody 6'7". Yeah. Illinois actually had longer shorts the year before. Long shorts the year before. So, you know, nobody makes themselves. You know, we all borrow and all research and try to be the man. I, it was a guy named um, uh, Anderson Hunt. He yeah, no, to, come uh, on, bro. From you know, yeah. yeah, he had a hop. He could shoot threes. He's from UNLV. So I would watch these games. Like when UNLV, two games I cried. When UNLV lost to Duke Yo. and when um, when Kansas if, beat somebody. If you I, ever get a I chance, forgot. man, as GA, ask Greg about that game. He won't speak on it still because it's a whole story. He said he fouled out. He had never fouled out before and, like, whatever. Like, he, he, he to this day. He, he he ain't saying conspiracy, but he just it just still don't sit with him. Yeah, yeah. No, I, the Greg Anthony, even the fact that like Greg Anthony had a job, and, you know, we were researching in college, and he was making money. And he's a friend yeah. of mine to this day. Yeah. And so, no, man, it was it was it was everybody that came before us that had some type of swag that we wanted to be. That's why. Um, even in Miami with the football thing. Come yeah. on, you, you know, yeah. there you go. Yep, my aunt. This was just funny. Florida State was my favorite. Football because I went on a visit to Michigan. Thank you. Saying more. She went to Florida State. Yeah, what happened? She Deion went to- Sanders did his thing. I got to see him in college. So it was Deion Sanders. It was anybody that looked like me, that looked like my family or cousins, looked like anybody went to my church, that dressed the same way, that did this and that. And I started fighting. Like I heard the words like, um, wow, what an athletic quarterback and with the black quarterback. And it's never that he's smart. You know, I heard mm-hmm. like we would we would hear those things, and we would we wanted to take on the world for everyone like us. So it wasn't right. that necessarily how great we were. We didn't know how big we were, but we knew at that time. You know, we were self breaking getting the age of eighteen. When people were saying like from Detroit, you won't make it to be eighteen. We knew that we knew it was something bigger that we were fighting, even though we didn't know what it was. And we knew that the only way we could get through it was to be together at that time. And that's. Right. That's why those times mean so much to me. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. You you want me to tee you, you up? You want to go? Like you you tell you. Oh man. Oh Michael Jordan. Let me see. I got so many Michael Jordan stories. All right. One good Michael Jordan story is um, we're watching this doc right now, so it's all in the. Uh, it's actually I think I haven't seen the one or two yet, but someone told me that they showed um, Jordan playing against us in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, uh, when I play with the bullets. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm a real good – I don't know what I'm good at, but one thing I'm good at is I'm a fuck I'm – a, I'm, a I'm a good teammate and a good friend. And wait, 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 wait. Ain't an, an, you humble? <laughs> who said Who said? No, no, no. No, no. Yeah, and humble. And humble. But no, humble. But I'm about to tell, you, tell on myself, so I had to set that up and make myself look good. So I'm a good <laughs> teammate and a good friend. 
the one time I'm really embarrassed about being a bad friend and a bad teammate is um, we were in Chicago. I don't know what game it is. Game two, I think. Um, and driving into the new arena. You know, what happens is the bus drives down this long tunnel. You go in, a big gate closes behind you and the bus is in and then players can get off inside the arena. No cars, no nothing is supposed to be there. Well, um, as I'm talking the bus, you can imagine walking down the steps of a bus looking directly across as you're walking out. It's Michael Jordan sitting on a red Ferrari that's not supposed to be parked because there's only buses in there. And he has a cigar and it's lit and he's smoking it before the game. <laughs> and he looks at Juwan, who's in front of me, and then he looks at me, who's behind Juwan, and I'm walking off. And he goes, um, which one of you scrubs checking me tonight? <laughs> and Calbert Chaney, who's a friend and a teammate, was standing behind me. And me and Juwan looked right back to him and pointed at him like he was telling my <laughs> I felt like that was, that's a terrible friend. I'm, I'm still to this day. I mean, that's literally throwing somebody under the bus. Like, I ain't got you. He's telling you. Talk to me. <laughs> Mike came out and hit us with 55. I remember I remember at the free throw line, so I was always like always this. He was the best. You know, he liked competition. But I'm like, yo, you're the best. I'm, like, I'm going to get my money worth today. And I remember at the free throw line, before he shot screaming to Juwan after he hit some, I was like, I think he sold his soul to the devil. He's not supposed to be making these shots. <laughs> and then he looked at me, he looked at me and winked like he did have a contract with the devil. And they beat us. But at that time, that was a terrible friend thing to do, though. I pointed right at Calvin Chang and he gave Calvin a straight bucket. Calvin couldn't, Calvin couldn't do nothing. And we, we, we wasn't even there for him that night. So, yeah, that's my I'm a great friend and a great teammate. So. Uh, I love it. We don't want to hold it. you too much longer. I have two more questions. You can pick one or the other. You ready? All right. Do you want to know the question or do you want to just guess A or B? Uh, can you tell your partner what A or B is? Nope, she don't know. No, she gets nervous. She gets nervous too. Yeah, she gets nervous too. I'm always in the dark. She gets that's nervous too. Yeah, she gets nervous. I was like, pick up. I'll pick seven. You know, I was 99. Like, you can just make it up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick uh, B. B, I didn't want you to pick that one, but B is why aren't you in the Hall of Fame? Wow. Um, you know what, bro? I don't know. You know, um, so this is the dilemma. This is the dilemma, to be very honest with you. Um, I really, so one, I do believe and I know that I should be in the Hall of Fame. I know that. And that's not cockiness. I just know. You want me to start, you want me to start, a, you want me to start, a, like, the whole fan club, the, the website? Like, no. I got no, number no, free time. Cause I'm, cause I'm, I got number free time. Oh. I know it all my heart and I believe and I work for it. Um, but when I go down that road or in the past, if I start to think about it, it's always been, you know, someone said, well, this guy made it and this guy made it. And I don't like that process because no one took my space. You know, God, you know, God has enough blessings where, you know, it ain't between you and this guy for a blessing. It ain't between you and Alonzo Morning for a blessing. So I don't ever want to, you know, put it like that because everybody in there deserves to be in there. But I know I do. And, Every year, to tell you the truth, I call my family on that day. We pray. I call all uh, my coaches, the ones that were there, and I thank them. I, I take my own shot. Like, I'm in there. Right. So what else has to happen? Because, see, this is the thing about the trick about it. Whoever doesn't want you in or wants you in, whatever. But for me, it's about acknowledging all the people that helped me. So I have an AAU right. coach right now, about 84 years old. I want to thank him in front of the world. Right. You know what I mean? I want to make sure. But I thank them silently. They know what it is. So, 
yeah, I'm I'm definitely in there. I know my work, but nobody. Um, it's not like you're just entitled to quit. So what? Get over it. Quit crying, and um, have fun watching basketball, and don't be bitter um, when you're commentating those games. So that's that's kind of my thing. But every year during that time, you know, say a little prayer, laugh. Drink a little wine and uh, all right, speed round. You got to see that's the key. The wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get it. it, Now it's five questions. Angel has to go in five minutes. It's five questions. Just, just, just give me the answer. You don't, don't think. Oh wait, 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 brushed over it a little bit. You were saying that when you were playing against Michael, he was the best. Do you still consider him the best or do you see somebody else right now that if they're not the best, they have the potential to be that because his story is written. But other people right now that are still in that conversation of GOAT um, are still writing their story. Do you see anybody that could be in that same category as the GOAT? Yeah, so I think we. Sh- I think that we uh, take Kareem, Oscar Robertson, and Will Chamber out the conversation only because they just don't need to be in the conversation just just because they played in uh, Chuck. They played in Chuck Taylor. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and we know how great they were, and they played in Chuck. Okay, <laughs> but, but um, to me, to me, um, yeah, there's no doubt that Michael Jordan is the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Um, defensively, he would check the best players. So if he was playing against Kevin Durant, Durant probably would give it to him as well. But he would check him at every play, like everything about him, all these teams winning. And it was a different game back then. What I will say is that Kobe Bryant, to me, a lot of people still have to pass him because he was Michael Jordan next. What I mean by that, he studied everything about Michael. I would, I would tease him because he would talk like Michael. You know, this is a challenge. You know, like he would walk like Michael. We would just laugh because he loved Michael that much. And he, he did it defensively. He did it offensively. He had mid-range game. And he was never scared to take a shot. That's, that's something that um, to be the best, you can't hide from taking the shot. You got to be the bad guy. You got to be the far guy. You got to let people blame you. And then when I think about LeBron James, I just think it's a new era. That's why, like, I just think LeBron is Michael Jordan and Matthew Johnson combined. He's uh, the most athletic player that I've ever seen. Um, he's one of the smartest players that just touched the basketball. He's one of the best passers that's ever played the game. And I think if you really want me to be honest, the reason why is so, one, it's nostalgia that Jordan is, along with the numbers, that Jordan is, is number one to me. But LeBron is just such a better teammate that it's hard to compare them to. Yeah. Because if it comes down to the last second, LeBron will make the correct play by passing to an open man or shooting itself. When it comes to the last second, Jordan will make the correct play because he's not passing it. Yeah, that one time the curve, has, they they overdo that because that was the one time in right, his career right. that he passed the ball that he did that. So I just think they're just so two types of different players. But LeBron's going to be the all-time leading scorer in the NBA's history. He's going he's gonna to score more points than Kareem in the next two years. He's going to surpass people in rebounds. He's he's putting things up that we've never seen and may never see again. Maybe just he and Durant. And so I I, I pick I, Jordan is a goat to me, but a lot of that is because he was in my era, and I'm just honest with it. But 
Um, I, I just try not to compare LeBron to him because they're so good. And as I think you said earlier, Rick, is like if we give props to something, it's almost like we tearing down the other thing. Right. And I don't want to. I don't want to tear LeBron down for this. Oh man, I was playing the Pistons. I was at the Pistons and he had 25 on us in a row in the fourth quarter with us fouling him and all type of stuff. So I know how great he is. It's just for me, you know, it's just. It was a different day. Jordan is just, you know, Jordan's a goat. That's all. My my question yeah. was actually, once you tear somebody down, who's the most overrated uh, teammate you've ever had? <laughs> I got that. Let me think. Uh, I want uh, the most overrated. Yeah. Lawrence Funderburg Ooh. from Ohio, <laughs> Cleveland. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because I hope he hears the podcast. I hope he hears it. Man, Chris, anything else you want to say? We appreciate you, man. You are a friend of the show, man. I hope you're staying safe. Like, I, I appreciate this morning. You know uh, Angel as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. Angel, you got anything else? Nah, um, we need the beats because I don't really trust uh, whatever uh, Ricky is doing uh, with his harmonica or whatever DJ equipment he has. So I'm really looking forward to these beats. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely sing you some uh we don't want no like oh like we don't want the uh snap music lean with it right like what <laughs> i said my name hold is on, chris hold on let me give my name say hi everybody hi everybody <laughs> all right he won all right okay he did all right <laughs> say hi man hey thank you for getting my booper out well, okay. Oh, he trying. He, he trying to get his boo boo out. Okay. That's real. That's oh, real over here. No, no, no. That's uh, real over here. Hey, you want it random? <laughs> hey, that's right, Mac. You want it random? It's random. Act, ladies and gentlemen, that is. It. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. We'll we'll, we'll catch up. Uh, no doubt. Thank you too. And I'm gonna go help my son get his boo boo out. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have fun a, with you, that. You Thank have you. Cool. <laughs> Important things over here. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace, Angel. All right. Bye.